the research says that black women, when we do the same diets as white women, we lose less weight and we lose it slower, even when we're following the diet than our white women counterparts. And what, and what public health practitioners think is that our stress responses in the body change our metabolism. It's literally that the racism that you're experiencing and the struggle to make ends meet actually means the diet don't work for you the same. Beautiful, I got a question. Yes, babe. If you weren't married to me, what you be doing right now? In these streets. You'll be in these what? <laughs> I believe the two should be tied up in these streets. Man, if he loves you, he's going to understand that. But if you playing with a nigga who already got options, coochie game's not going to work. Mm -mm. What will work with a guy who has so many options? Nothing. Okay, biggest turnoffs. Biggest turnoffs. Attitude. Um, what kind of attitude? You know, snobby, bitchy type. Give me an example. Like, if you're sitting there complaining about everything, okay. you know what I mean? That's just negative energy. Like, yeah. I mean, it, you complaining ain't gonna do me no good. Do you like black girls? Of course. I'm just like, bitchy me. Attitude me. Complain a lot. Me. I guess I'm not his type. And you know, I see TikToks on here all the time that talk about like, you know, pretty girls and how they're never approached. And it's true. Like I was just out at a bar. Black men were there. None of them talked to my friends and I. All pretty girls, black girls, none. And it's like People say, like, finding someone to have sex with you, to take you out to eat, to compliment you, is not hard. I can go on these apps, clearly, and find someone that's ready to have sex with me tonight, right now, without even knowing my last name. Literally does not know if I've just had, just got rid of an STD yesterday, but is definitely willing to have sex with me right now. But finding someone that, like, is willing to check on me when I say I'm having a bad day, that's too much. And... It's just so frustrating because it's like, I'm just myself. I don't know what else to do. gentlemen every time i come on the screen it, it seems like i'm a little bit bigger on the screen maybe it's because i've been working out lately anyway did i say coming on the screen Pause. anyway what's going on everybody this is coach greg adams back in here with another youtube live stream shout out to the coach gang for being in here being involved and being active on this youtube channel and welcome to the wake up show part of the free agent lifestyle podcast here on the free agent lifestyle channel yes indeed man appreciate y'all for being here we are my milk dud head is getting bigger am i on hgh 
Am I on human growth hormone or something like that? Testosterone boost. Look at that, brother. Look at that, brother. All right, over here. All right, I'm going to be filling up the screen. All right, at least laterally. All right, so anyway, good morning, everybody, man. This is going to be one of those shows where I have to really go a little bit hardcore on men. All right, shout out to the brothers here. I've been trying to tell you guys for several years of how to improve your position related to the womanist movement. I've been trying to tell you this. I've been giving you the hardcore facts. I've been delivering it on a daily basis for the most part um, on some form or fashion, either replay or a live stream or a short video or a vlog or, or a documentary. I've been trying to tell you what's going on, and some brothers have woken up. All right. Some brothers have woken up, but I'm beginning to think, and this might go into the brothers of the community. So I want y'all to listen a little bit closer if you are of the darker shade of brown. But I'm starting to think, and um, I hate to bring this up. I'm going to hate to bring this up because I want everybody to get out of their feelings. First of all, all you peace sitting down men, you single mother raised men, uh, relax for a second. I know the first thing that you do is you want to act like your mama did when she was at the checkout counter and she flipped and went crazy on the girl that was checking out all of the groceries. And when she didn't have enough money, she started asking the clerk to put groceries back. And then a clerk gave her a side eye and your mother went crazy and ballistic. All right. And that's how you learn things. You would watch your mom snap off at people and you thought you can act like that as a man. Okay, you thought you could act like that as a man until you did it and you got hogtied, tasered, and sometimes clapped down. Okay, listen. Mm. All right, you can't behave like that. You're a man, okay, in this world. And your father wasn't there enough to raise you long enough to tell you men don't act like that. Or if they do, they should expect their teeth to get kicked back the down, the, down the back of their throat. All right, so um, this is what happens when you were a man in this world. But you weren't told that. But I'm here to tell you that. Sit down and don't get emotional. Here's the deal. He had a coupon expired. She wanted to uh, haggle over $2 price matching. You know what I mean? Like some of these things. What? You don't haggle? <laughs> Remember the guy? You don't negotiate? No, I don't haggle. I don't haggle. But anyway, <laughs> here's the deal. Here's the deal. I don't want you to get emotional. I want you to listen. I want you to listen. And I'm going to reference something that Kanye West said, although we're going to talk about Kanye West here in a minute. He once said this, slavery was a choice, right? And when he said that, because the institution of slavery seems to be protected under this mission that nobody wanted to do it, right? Or the people, you know, this is how we look at it. They didn't want to do it. They were kept in bondage. And, you know what I mean? It, you know, the, the gun line was there and all this stuff, right? And so... When he did that, he kind of busted the narrative and made you think for a little bit. And the first thing emotional men did was they went ballistic and emotional. How dare you talk about the 400 years that these people were in bondage, all right? Despite the fact that we have been so-called free for less than 200 years and look at the decisions that we're making. Okay, but let me just say that I know you're emotional. Calm down, calm down. But when I'm looking at what men are doing today, I, I'm looking at what men are doing today. I'm going to show you some clips that cannot be argued here. They cannot be argued. I'm going to show you some clips. Okay. And it is about, about to prove 
that the position men are in in this world today is 100% their choice. Okay, so shout out to this. Listen, I want you to understand what I just said. This is going to reel your ass in. I reeled you in with this point because once you see it, you can't unsee it. Once you see it, you can't unsee it. And you would have to think with the amount of education that our so-called people have had in America, all of us, you got to look at how the media and education institutions are now positioning so-called historical events. And you might have to look and call into question anything you've learned previously. Anything you've learned previously. I've told you about the movie Mandingo, where there was the slave auction. And then there was the big German woman, Helga, came in and she purchased her a couple of slaves and she would take her hand and put it down the slave's pants and measure the slave. The slave didn't reject it. I think he was very happy with his position to go and bang out Helga right at her wishes and commands. I don't think he had a problem with this. In fact, I was probably he probably was hoping that she was the one he was the one that Helga picked. Again, it's going to seem provocative what I'm saying right now. It's going to seem provocative what I'm saying right now. But when I show you several of these men and the choices they made to be in the position, I hear men say it today, but I'm going to show you video evidence of said men doing the exact same thing. In fact, in fact, we have situations where men openly come on my channel to say something's wrong with me because I don't let big Helgas pay me, buy me Jordans and PlayStations. Again, them choosing to subjugate and basically serve subservient positions under women to get some peace leave, all right? Have you ever heard men come on my show? Well, what about peace leave? Well, women buy me stuff, so and therefore I bang them out. Therefore, I get free peace leave. Have you ever heard men say these things? And I'm starting to believe, I'm starting to believe that when Kanye said slavery was a choice, I'm starting to look at what men are doing in this world today. And I'm starting to believe you're choosing to be in this position. You're, you're okay. I know. I know you're triggered. I know you're triggered. But so what I'm going to do before I do the super chats, I'm going to show you a video. I'm going to show you a video. I think you guys like this after all these years. I think you guys like being in this position. I'm, I had it wrong. Ladies, send me feet pictures. Maybe I'll be on your side after all of this. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Ladies, just send me feet. Because I'm noticing a trend here in America. There are guys sitting around talking about women buy them clothes. And PlayStations, and therefore they are subservient to them or they bang them out. I think they want to do this. I think they I think they like it. Let me show you a picture. I'm gonna show you a video because this is this is what I'm talking about here. Let's show you a video. Um, I'm thinking, shout out to counselor with three L's. 
I think you like this gentleman. And there's going to be a guy later that confirms exactly this. Go ahead and take a look at this video. There's no audio on it because they're playing Atomic Dog. I showed a little bit of this last time. Let's take a look here. Uh, here's a ninja. He's in his, his <laughs> I don't know what kind of suit you would call this, but I was going to call it something, but I held back. Now, I want you to take a look here. There's this ninja looking like a juvenile in... 1999 he looks very pleased with himself and uh he has a big gold chain gold teeth fried chicken and biscuit eating monkey i mean and if you ever seen do the right thing this would be the guy there's a mixed children child here and there is his black mama right behind doing a jig right when he comes in the door take a look here there's his black mama doing a jig all right he gets down on his knees Behind him is the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. Up, uh, or maybe that's his wife. I have no idea. But let's take a look and go forward with the clip. And listen, I didn't do this clip. You guys did this clip. <laughs> he says, Coach, you did with the community. You know everybody. Wanted. I didn't make this video. He put this video out. Let's take a look. So he's on a leash. Ladies and gentlemen, yes, he is choosing, again, he is choosing to be on a leash. I did not remember when we said slavery is a choice, when we said you're making a choice. You're staying with a woman that is has bought you 200, I mean, $2,000 worth of equipment and clothes. All right. And you're telling me you're pipping the game. Okay. And he's choosing to be walked in public in a public arena on a leash by a big Helga white woman. Let's take a look here. He's proud of himself and take a look at the woman here. I mean, God, I'm not gonna salami police or anything, but mm. now on the side are other additional white people that are watching this man choose to be on a leash. Now, I know you told me, I know I told you, you're not gonna get it until I show you. I know I have to pause the video, but this is just so appalling. It's only a minute worth of material. There's other white women here, other Helgas. And let's continue the clip. She, he's being dragged on a leash. There's other white people here. And there's other, um, other women here. All of the women are big women. Take a look here. The sisters are seem to be having fun. And again, you guys have all this smoke for black women. And I'm tired of it because this is what you do when I'm not there. This is what you do when I'm not looking. You guys all praise Kevin Samuels for delivering all that smoke. But then when Kevin is not there, this is what you do. Take a look at this guy. I think he likes it all because he is obsessed with peace leave. He thinks it validates him. He thinks that's his strength. These wannabe player and Mac dudes. Yeah, man, you you teaching that game, player. Player, you teaching that game. It's about approach game. It's about talking to women. It's about putting their smack down, blah, 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 blah. Wannabe player, Pat, Mac dudes. I can't stand wannabe players and Macs. You guys are worse as PUAs. You actually, you're worse than PUAs. Anybody that does that player Mac stuff, I'm like, what is this, 19? 
79. What is this, 86? This ain't 1986. All right. Players in Max are as old as, P- I mean, they're older than PUAs. Disgusting. There's no more players in Max. Come on, man. Stop. Here you go. He got off his leash and now he's crawling. Now, watch what he does here. <sighs> I don't know, man, what is going on with men today. Remember, we said it's a choice. Remember, he said, so simping is a choice. Look at what it now, guys, I can see if this was a very attractive woman. Look at this, brothers. Okay, there's his mama. There's his mama. There are three, two white women. There's sisters. Sister, you been up. Oh my. So black women were there. Black women are there watching it. Look at the men in the back. The men in the back, they want to go. They want to get out of here. They're like, I can't. I can't deal with this. He is not lifting his leg and urinating on her. I guess he's holding masculine frame right there. He is actually lifting his leg to urinate on her. Let's go ahead and watch it all the way through without me pausing so you can get the gist of it. His daddy is obviously not here. That's his son because they obviously procreated before she met, he married her. Without a doubt, there's a ninja in the back right here twerking. You think the shuffling video is bad? Men all openly shuffle right now. The photographer, videographer is a black woman. Dudes openly shuffle right now. I've been telling you that about the shuffling video. I said men are doing it right now. But we seem to forget. This is live and in living color. Live and in living color in 2020 decade. The 2020 decade. This is in 1930. Men are choosing to be in the position they are in. Look at this. He's licking his lips. There's three busted uh, blimpers back in the back. This is un and his mama's dick. She with a cane. His mama's dancing a jig with a cane. Take a look at here. Take a look here. What's missing is his father. Look at this. <laughs> Yo, do not get mad at me today because we're talking about what you men are choosing to do. And there's a super chat in here that's going to acknowledge that. You see what's going on? And this dude is proud of himself. He thinks he's a player. He thinks he's a Mac. Billy Kidd says, going out on the whim here, but this might be the greatest live stream of all time. Free agent for life. I don't know what to say. (laughs) All right, I hope it's a great live stream. Freddie Frappuccino says, a lot of men don't know what to do with themselves outside of a woman. For real, look. A lot of guys don't know what to do with themselves when I tell you be a free agent. But what am I going to do? I will. I ruin your lives. Because what you find out about yourself is you have no sense of purpose, no sense of value outside of the validation of women. It's a disease. It's sickening. And a lot of these men think they are winning. They'll literally be supporting multiple women in the means of a so-called polygamous or polyamorous relationship, and they think they're getting it for free. They think they lay in their mag down. 
uh, I'm sorry, they're pimping you. Mm. <laughs> you getting pimped. <laughs> You're getting, it's you that there's getting getting they're getting over on you, sir. You're not getting over on them. All they do is give you a little, they lift their leg up for you every now and then. Probably a little bit more because they like the pleasure of it. Where's my picture of uh Helga? Um, let me see here. They're pipping you. I wish you good. <laughs> but brothers, it's normally brothers, by the way, with this whole pimping and macking thing. Brothers, let me just give you a uh, indication. If you uh if you got girls and you're supporting like six girls that work on the track for you, uh, and then you gotta support them, pay all their bills, organize their schedule, uh, chase them back on the corner to do the same thing, in which they was gonna naturally be inclined to do. You you'll all admit, uh, women that are pros, prostitutes, was naturally gonna lift their leg up for somebody. All right. They was they're doing what they're naturally gonna do. But you're supporting them. You're supporting them, you're keeping their energy. You're actually occupying your time and space with them. Yeah, you're making a little bit of money, but see the brother right here, all these years, we thought he was down bad. We thought he was the victim. All this time, we thought he was the victim, but I want you to always, there's, have you guys seen Cobra Kai? I know I'm going on. I'm going to get to you, Freddie. I got to you already, Freddie. Have you seen the movie Cobra Kai or the, the TV show Cobra Kai? Now, if you are an older gentleman like myself, you realize that Cobra Kai is basically the reverse, um, the reverse lens to Karate Kid. So Karate Kid was the Cobra Kai were the predators. They were the bad guys. And Karate Kid, Mr. Miyagi and uh, Danielson were the good guys. But what, but what? Cobra Kai, the TV show did is they flipped it. They showed it from another lens. You're looking at the exact same video, but they portray Danielson and Mr. Miyagi as the bad guy and Cobra Kai as the victim. Yeah, protagonist, antagonist, stuff like that. Now, with that being said, we can always look at something and we would assume someone is the victim, right? We would say this person is the victim when we look at something. However, however, knowing what we know, I know this is provocative stuff that I'm saying here, but I'm always going to play situations where I want you to listen. I want you to at least look at it. For knowing what we know and how men value certain things, perhaps the man is not the victim at all in this particular situation. Perhaps. He is choosing because he knows what he's getting. He, he doesn't mind the situation. Perhaps. I don't know. But in this situation, knowing what we know about men and what they value, there could be a situation where if this was happening, he could be choosing to say, hey, I'll take this deal. Now, I know you're saying no. I know you're saying no. But let me once again put up the video evidence of my debate here. Okay, you you saying no, you're saying no, but here is the modern version of exactly that. Mm. You said no, right? A couple of people said no, 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 no. That's not true. However, 
Here it is. Bam. And you say, God damn, this is a dope jam. Here it is. The guy looks happy. Does he look like he's a slave? Now, look. Now, let's just say we took a clip right here. All right, let's take a look here. Let's take a look, Ski. Watch this. I'm going to show you. Now, watch this. Let's say in the year 2240, somebody gets this picture. And then men see, see, these men were slaves. Slavery never ended. And the black man has been subjugated to the woman. And then, but in real time, we knew he made a choice. Watch this. It's going to be the same thing. Watch. Watch this. Ain't it the same? Is this not the same? See? And yeah, somebody says we're all dead. Exactly. But there's going to be a group of men that are going to look and say, see? That man right there, he's being subjugated. Look, watch this. I'm going to show you again. It's all about perspective. Is this not the same? Do you see what I'm talking about? Do you see what I'm talking about? It's all about how the person positions the narrative. It's one picture, but he choked. Look, it's the same thing. And we're, somebody's going to see this guy and say, white women used to subjugate black men and they were the victims. It's the exact same photo. And of course, this picture is taken from a movie. And it's literally the same woman in the clip. I'm always here to make you think, and I'm always make you think about the situation here. Knowing what I know of men today, this picture right here, he probably said, this is not a bad deal. She buys me pants. She buys me Jordan. She buys me PlayStation 5. Whatever the equivalent of what that was back in the 1824. Hey, well, hey, Sean, I'm pipping her, Sean. I'm the only, my only job is to smash that ass into that big old fat white. Wow. Interesting, huh? I know some people are going to be upset with me, but you can't really say I'm wrong here. Now, you can always come up and say, whoa, 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 But what do you say about this? What do you say about this? Okay. And I'm going to back this up. I'm going to back this up with a man as of last week, a black man said he loves to do exactly this. Hold on for a second. I got to do it now. I'm, super chatters, be patient. I got to back this up. So not only do we have that, let's go ahead and show you this, and I'll get to this story later. This is a man named Mano. He is a rapper, allegedly. I kind of remember him. But let's take a look. Wait, what happened here? Uh, I don't want to go on that. Let's take a look. What happened? Oh, I can't play it? All right, hold on for a second. Let me refresh it and see if I can do that. Let's see if I can play it here. So wrong. It's so wrong. I'm going to tell you right now. I've oh never talked about this. Uh-oh. Ah, shit. All right, so here again, here again is a man in the presence of other women. Not any men in the presence. No, he's peeing sitting down. There's no other men present enough to him, enough and look at him and say, shut up. Stop it. This man is going to admit that he has slave role-playing fantasies 
with white women in which he is the slave and he gets whipped. Go ahead and listen. I like to be like a runaway slave. Okay, no. Mano. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> I like to play like a runaway slave. Okay. I like to play like a, diso a disobedient slave. Pause. Let's pause it right there. Remember what I said. I'm very provocative. I know. You're choosing to watch this content. But is he saying anything different than this? He's describing this. Not only is he describing that, he's also describing this. Come on. I know you don't like me when I take stances that are very provocative, but my stances are probably more right than the stance you have, which has probably been indoctrinated or put into your head. These men are choosing many times to do something like this let's go ahead and listen to or they not only are they maybe not choosing but they don't mind it right now let's go ahead and listen for the white woman so tell me like what you say yes Mason. <laughs> i'm sorry here it is brah he was just kidding uh-huh yeah i'm gonna show you what just kidding looks like see this is the this is men this is men it, it, any chance I get to show you how bad you guys are. See, women use phrases like, I was just kidding. Your daddy should be ashamed of himself. He failed you, Mr. He was just kidding, brah. Your daddy failed you because you've been raised by a woman. You can do, do and say things provocative like that. Oh, I'm just kidding. Yeah, that's your female emotion talking. Do not come on here. See, this is what's wrong with men. You're just as bad as these guys. He wasn't kidding. Look at this. Look, this is what's wrong with you guys. And not only that, why would you subjugate yourself with a ridiculous joke like that? Disgraceful. Disgraceful. It's weird. See, you guys are choosing to get in the position you guys are with women. And then you come out here because you can't do anything outside of the guise of woman in your life. And then you come here and try to troll on my show. You guys are ridiculous. He ain't kidding. He knows exactly what he's talking about. And not only that, here's your visual evidence of it. And not only that, you guys are choosing to be subjugated and you guys are letting all kind of people supersede you. And you wonder, oh, I'm so oppressed. I'm so oppressed. No, you're not. You oppress yourself. Deal with it, guys. Deal with it. I'm getting too many examples. I got too much stuff going on here. You can't be, you can't be mad at me. Be mad at yourself. Because you don't want to stand up on your own too. You will get up in front of a group of women. You know why? Because you can't stop running your mouth to get just a little bit of validation from women. Look at this. He's in a group. If he was in the presence of men, would he say this? Is he broke? Does he need to does he need to clout chase? Is he that broke that he's willing to do this self? Put himself. You guys are weirdos. You guys are weirdos. For real. You guys are weirdos. That you would accept this. Bruh, he was just joking. You guys are weak. You guys are some weak men. For real. What happened to you? Just because you want some attention from women. Some attention from the world. You think you can do what they do. I, it's, just two, it's, it's, it's two of them. Like It's like me. 
getting whooped, right? You get whooped? It's like, it's like I play like you whip it. But most of them don't want to play like that. This is this. Yeah, I was gonna say, what white woman goes along with this? They don't want to play like that. They don't. Okay. Want, this is my. Fa- it's like, oh, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. She said, "What white woman wants to play like this?" Well, we have the evidence right here. This woman openly volunteered to do exactly that. Openly volunteered to do exactly that. So there are people that will let you do stuff like that, call you the N-word, have you come in here, yes, I'm master, yo. Bruh, he was just kidding. The levels that men will stoop down to to claim some attention instead of working is ridiculous. I mean, it's ridiculous. I don't know what's wrong with men. What happened to men? This is how y'all joke. Not only that, there's more to this, I'm sure. Some of these guys like to do things. Some of your rappers, and I've been a, I've been really on the mission to open up and expose rap pause. But a lot of rap music, y'all been looking at reading Rainbow. I've been telling you, you've been looking at professional wrestling. But I guarantee y'all been looking at reading Rainbow. You got to really question whether a lot of these guys that say they go to D block and they go to the pen and they come out and they are sagging their pants, exposing their rear end to the world. You guys know what that means, right? You guys know what that means when they're doing that. Yeah, you've been watching Reading Rainbow the entire time. Listen, you're going <laughs> to act like your master's, your, your master's uh, husband, uh, wife. wife. And I'm the runner. And I just got whooped by Massa for oh, eyeballing okay. me. Oh. But the whole time you've been really, you know, you've been you, you like me. Anyway. You've been eyeballing me. Oh, this sounds like some freaky porn. I'm interested. Right, this is some freaky shit. And then yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna come all sweaty, right? Just finished getting whooped, and you're gonna say, "No, Billy Joe, no, no, Billy Joe, no." <laughs> Massa's not gonna like it. He's not gonna like it. That's what you know you want, man. This is a whole script. Yeah, a- Keep, see, she likes it. She likes it when you subjugate yourself. She likes it when you become subservient. She likes it when you put yourself beneath yourself and beneath her to get a little bit of attention. She loves it. Again, I'm going to show you. She loves it. And uh, here's your video again. If you guys want to see it, there's your sisters back here laughing at the guy. She loves it when you put yourself beneath her. It makes it easier. It makes it easier. And this is why they rebuke men like myself because i'm telling you stand up on your own too i'm telling you don't be that type of guy i'm telling you have another mission in life other than women have a philosophy women are fantastic but they're fantastic in small doses but you want to make them in large doses and larger than they need to be doses and then you think you're winning in life then you think you're winning in life you come to my channel and tell me he's just kidding and i'm winning in life because she bought me some socks and some jordans Buy them yourself. The stuff you have to put up with for a pair of Jordans is not worth it. It's not worth it, but you can, you're claiming it's worth it because she has some available leg to you. I tell you, man, look, there's women in the back. She's loving it. Tell me more. Tell me more. Videotaping you forever. Forever for it to, forever to be seen. What a world that we live in. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Let's get to the rest of the Super Chats. I had to open up the show 
and go after some dudes today because I'm not having it no more. I swear I'm not having it. I've actually just already demo I've already demolished game guys. All right. They can't even get views on their videos no more. Wrong game. All right. It's so corny. It's ridiculous. And you know, some of these dudes ain't got no damn game. All right. You can see it. All right. You can see it. Just look at them. All right. Look, just look at them. All right. It's just a very apparent. All right. And now the simps and all these guys, the, the players in the max. Oh, you guys are next. I got some smoke for y'all. All right. You ain't macking a damn thing. They macking you. <laughs> these girls are macking you. They're doing what they naturally had done for free. All right. And you think you're getting them to do something that they normally would not have done. They're, that's what they do. That's what they do. And that's the that's the only real value that they had. And they used it to get something that you're going over and above for. Oh, okay. <laughs> you're winning. All right. Shout out to Albert, Albert Wesker says. All right. Albert Wesker says, you see, they meet to Gary Coleman. No man is safe. And men get chosen to get me too at this particular point. And but the sad thing about Gary Coleman, I looked it up when I saw your super chat. Here it is right here. I've been telling you, when you die, doesn't mean you're not safe anymore. Just I mean, I mean, doesn't mean you're safe. They're gonna come after you with these old claims that you can't stand up in yourself and prove because you try to go and get some free peace leave. You thought you were gonna charm your way to get some free peace leave, but they all they gotta do is wait till you're dead. And then come back and call you a predator. This is as of April 13th, which was yesterday. The dude been dead since 2010. I've given you several stories of Me Too from the grave. Okay, all you all you max players and PUAs and running up talking game, they're going to frame this as this later on. Do not get any fame. Here it is right here. Molly Shannon, I think she's a Saturday Night Live actress reveals Gary Coleman sexually harassed her. Quote, he was relentless, unquote. End quote, un, in, end quote. I go lock myself in the bathroom and then he sticks his hand under the door. Desperate ass dudes. He says, like, I can see you, Molly Shannon said of Gary Coleman, who died in 2010. Now, let's just say the story's true. How despicable do you have to be to go and try to position yourself to actually make this claim about a dead man? He's been in the grave for 12 years. He's bones right now. This dude has been eaten. All right. The ants and the maggots have eaten his skull at this point. Why? Why didn't you come out then? At the time, Shannon was signed with the different stroke star agent, star's agent, and was offered the chance to meet him. Again, they wanted to meet you. She wanted to be there. She wanted to put herself in a position to get something. I don't know what it was. She wanted to use him to skyrocket herself in the in uh, fame, use you as a stepping stool, as I told you women will do. All right, it's not that they're bad because of it. This is just what they do, guys. Listen, ladies, if you're watching me, I'm letting you know that when I tell you or when I describe you, I'm not describing you negatively, okay? When I say that's what you do, it's what you do, okay? There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. It's not a negative feature. It's what you do. 
So I want people to understand that when I say things like that, because you're going to you're hating on women. No, I'm not. It's what you do. And it's what you should do. I'm not mad at you. But what I'm saying is men should be aware that that's what they do. And they will have no again. Uh, there's songs about this level up. Put your bags to the left. You're not you're irreplaceable. You don't think you're never irreplaceable. Sierra had level up. Uh, women had uh, there's a whole bunch of songs about a woman improving her position with men. And you've all had it happen to you in your life. There was a chance you were dating a woman, you were riding the bus, and she found the guy with a car. I mean, this it starts to happen from that point in your life. Or you were walking in, and the other guy had a bike, and she could ride on the handlebars. You know, it, it's what it is. No scrubs. It's what they do, and it's how they get rewarded in life. You can't blame them. You know what I mean? They don't have to go get it. They just have to find a man that has it. Okay. So here it is right here. Shannon said she was invited up to Coleman's penthouse hotel room alongside their agent. And you went. You went up there. See, she she volunteered to go up there. Now, ladies, ladies, uh, where's my ladies of the coach game? Who's in here? Asia. Asia's here. Raise your hand. Uh, what other feet picture coach gang is in here? Uh, any other feet picture ladies in here? I'm just going to let you know right now. I'm going to let you know right now. If I have a penthouse suite, somebody said she was just trying to get a job. Exactly. I got a job for you. Nikia's in here. Eagle's in here. Okay. Ladies of the coach gang. Sugar Plum's in here. Mira, where y'all at? If... I have a penthouse suite. If I have a penthouse suite and you are in the lobby and at any point you try to find your way to get to my penthouse suite, I'm going to let you know before you walk through the, that door, you know what you're offering. That is what, when, when you come to my penthouse suite, that's the only thing I'm thinking about. If you made your way to come up to the top floor, <laughs> that's the only thing I'm thinking you want when you come up there. Because otherwise, you can meet me down in the lobby. Wait till I come down in the lobby, and you can wait for everybody else trying to get my autograph. That's it. But if you come all the way up to my hotel suite, you ain't coming to talk. You're not coming to meet me because you can do that downstairs. You're coming up to get cheeks clapped. So you're, you come to my suite and you go to my bathroom. Who do you think you are? I got a question. Who do you think you are as a human being? You don't come upstairs to my suite and use my bathroom. You can do that downstairs in the lobby. All right, let me go to the bathroom real quick. Nope. We're not coming to pray. We're not coming to hang out. We're not coming to eat popcorn. We're not. Ladies, if you come to my crib, oh, I thought we were just going to watch a movie. Nope. What makes you think that you can do that? That's just violation number one. It's you. It's just a matter of respect, lady. I, I have the pen. I'm paying for this pen out sweet. I could have invited someone else up. 
but I chose you to give you access to my life. And now you're going to use me. See, this is the stuff that we need to clear up in society because we can play plausible deniability. Well, she just wanted to meet him. Well, she could have said, I want to meet him. Can he come downstairs to the lobby? And I would have told her, her, nope, keep your ass down there. Try to bump into me like every other person is. You know, if you want me to come down to the lobby, are you paying me? Are you summonsing me? Are you coming down there to give me your phone? What, what do you want me to come down there? But if you come upstairs through the security gate, you know what you're coming up for. And I'm letting you know before you walk in that door, take your shoes off. All these lights are going to be on. I'm going to go. I'm going to turn off the I'm going to turn off the lights, dim them a little bit. And then as soon as we do the introductions. Or don't come in plain and simple. If you walk through that door, clothes are coming off. That's how I do it. <laughs> Sign right here. And there's video recording. It's too easy. <laughs> if you ever catch me in Vegas and you want to bring your ass upstairs, hey, coach, I've been wanting to meet you. Okay. Uh, if you walk your ass through that door, these because they're going to be double doors, penthouse suite. If you walk your ass through that door, you're giving up the cheeks. All right. Well, I don't want to do that. Okay, leave. Bye. I don't care. <laughs> all right. Don't come in. I don't want to meet you. All right. So I got one thing on my mind. Ankles to ears. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's too easy. But no, nah, I just wanted to meet the guy, and he was a predator 15 years later. <laughs> Come on, man. This world is goofy. And ladies, plausible deniability should be illegal. Everybody's mature. Everybody knows what's going on. The, the woman had to have had sex before. She knows how it's initiated. You know what's going on. Do not come in here and act like, well, I didn't really know. I went all the way upstairs to his penthouse suite. A guy took me up there, uh, and I went up there, and I thought I was just going to go up there, and we was going to have a breakdancing contest, and all of a sudden, he was all over me. Nah, man. I can't do it. I, I just don't. I want human beings to act like they've got some damn sense in the building. All right, shout out to Abbott Hiker in the building. Brown 310, shout out to the sad lady, sad, lonely Mitches and Gumps. We got to deal with you guys. We got to deal with lonely men. You guys are willing to roll the dice and get into all types of subservient positions. But like, like I said, if you choose this, I don't want to hear anything about you being oppressed. I don't want to hear you mad at feminism. I don't want to hear you mad at any of those things. My goal is not to get you angry and mad at any of these things. I'm trying to get you to stand up on your own too and be a man. A lot of you guys have never seen this. All right. But you don't have a purpose outside of women. Like, think about it. Do you have a purpose outside of women? I don't want to see your panty collection. It means nothing to me. It means zero. Okay. I could get women. So I don't care. All right. What else can you do in life? Well, I'm crypto millionaire. Okay. You obviously mm -hmm. a loser. <laughs> Those are the only thing, two things you line on crypto millionaire and I get panties. Oh boy. I'm going to tell you where you're going to be in 10 years. In a cardboard box. That's where your ass going to be. Okay. <laughs> we still in the intro kind of, but I already went in. All right. Shout out to Simon Small in the building. Thank you for the cup of coffee. Coffee. Coach Junior, Ray Ray getting validated by the Bet Pillsbury biscuit can, man. For real. He, he, that's what he wants. He literally thinks he's winning in life. 
All right, smart guy says, hi, coach gang. What's up? What's going on, smart guy? All right, Leaf is in the building. Mr. Leaf, Mr. Josh, we're going to call you Mr. Leaf. Triggerverse, the community are going to be heated today. Yeah, they're going to be heated, but am I lying? All right, Munda Joel with the sponsorship, man. Thank you for sponsoring this early. It's time to go hard on simps. Shout out to the coach gang. And I told you, I told you a lot of you guys will be, uh, a lot of you guys, I said in 2022, I was going to wake up dudes. All right, speaking my mind, last one in the community, I hit the light switch. <laughs> who who remains? Who remains in the community? All right, Chris, Sand, uh, Chris, Chris Sanchez says, 28, been watching you since 2019. Move my ass out of SoCal and close my house today. Shout out to you, man. Congratulations, young 19-year-old junior college girls on the side. Life is good. Free agent lifestyle for life. See, I like that guy. See the guy. Now you might be saying, well, he has he's validating his life to women. No, he ain't. He actually made a decision. He moved. He got out of his hometown. He moved. He improved his position. He got himself into an economic position to qualify for a house, which means, you know, when you do that, that's significant. You made an investment. You saved. Hopefully he has a good uh, loan program. And now he's at the junior college. He's actually doing what he is. And guys, I know he ain't out there moving girls in. He ain't dating single mamas. Raul, we're we're way past the intro now. Uh, uh, good morning, coach. Updating you on the situation here in Grand Rapids. Businesses are boarding up downtown, prepping for the protests this weekend. I, I saw the video of the guy. I haven't really. Who did I watch? I watched somebody break down the video of the guy. Uh, but I was halfway asleep. I had one eye open. Heard I was trying to get to the thing here. Um, it was a long night. This has been a long three days, by the way. Um, but um, I don't have an opinion yet. I, you know, I don't know why people run and tussle with the police. I mean, that's only gonna put yourself in a bad situation. But it sounds like he was either didn't have a proper license or something was going on that made him react the way he reacted. But this goes back to what I've been trying to tell men. Get your paperwork in order, okay? Get your slave, get your freedom papers in order. And I know it's difficult because, um, I know it's difficult, guys, because a lot of times these things are expensive to have the registration of your car, your insurance, your license, right? Many times you're on child support or you have a criminal background where you can't get your paperwork quite right or you can't get your passport. But uh, most of those, hear me out, most of those are choices you're making. I guarantee you that guy has a girlfriend. I guarantee you that guy has a woman. I guarantee you that guy thinks he's a player or a Mac, meaning he's spending too much of his time trying to get validation from women and he's not getting his paperwork in order. Now, I don't know that about the guy, but this sounds like a tragic situation in which something prohibited him from having his paperwork in order. And I guarantee you he's been spending too much time with women. All right. I guarantee you he's a baby daddy. There, there's something. He might have got a domestic violation that forced him into the to the law. And so this is what I'm talking about. Your priorities, men's priorities are out of whack. And believe me, I've been there. And I had to look at myself and I say, well, what's taking up all my time? What's putting me in this situation? Many times is I was a broke ninja. And I needed to correct. The, the things that were getting me in trouble. I have to get my paperwork in order for real, man. And then, then, you know, uh, then other things will start to make it easier, right? 
he didn't want to pay. He didn't want to pay the uh, court fine. Somebody says what what he's talking about. There was a guy, uh, a black man in his 30s that got shot by a police officer in Grand Rapids. And so, of course, there's protesting and it was unjust shooting people believe and whatnot. So they'll figure all of that out later. But he ran, he had, you know, the he was in police custody. He was about to be detained and he decided to run and wrestle with the cop, try to grab the tage, the crop cops taser or gun. I don't have all the details, but what I'm saying is I'm not putting myself in that position. I, I'm not going to run from, I, I don't have any need. I know it's being recorded. I know he has a uh, car recording. I, I know I don't have anything wrong with my paperwork. My my car, my tags are registered. Like, I don't have a reason to be running from the police. You know what I mean? But if you put yourself in that position, stu play stupid games, get stupid prizes. I guarantee you he has a girlfriend or a wife or he's got several girls in his rotation and he ain't got his license messed up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Come on, bro. All right, just go ahead and go to the slammer. See, this is what I told you about the network. Have someone on a, have a criminal lawyer, criminal lawyer uh, that you have available to you. Maybe put a criminal lawyer on retainer. What you would do, this is what I would do, guys. Just go to a criminal lawyer, have these people in your network, give them $2,000 as a retainer. Tell them if, if I ever need your services, you know what I mean? Get his business card. If you know you're going to be out here doing stupid stuff, and then when you get pulled over, just go to the tank, call your lawyer up, have your bail money set. Come on, man. <laughs> Men, get your priorities straight, for real. You can't be walking around with busted up paperwork out here and then claim to be the victim. All right, come on, man. We got to get our priorities straight. But guys, you don't want to do this because it's hard work and you got to give up 90 days worth of peace leave. Guys, the women that you're probably sleeping with, can we be honest? The women that you're sleeping with are probably busted, just, just so we're fair. And I'm not, again, I'm not dissing women. What I'm saying is a lot of you men choose to be with very low standard women. And I, I'm not saying this, that, that women are low standard. What I'm, I'm trying to, because I'm trying to keep the focus on men. I'm not trying to go in on women. I'm trying to get the, keep the focus on men. You guys are choosing to be with very low standard women. For real. And you're, you're letting these people push you off your whole damn goal and purpose because these women are your purpose. This is where you get your validation from. And you got nothing else going for you. I, it's mind boggling. But there's nothing that can change you. And you can't say I'm wrong. Just look. I've been showing you too many damn videos. All right, shout out to Mr. Nonchalant. Uh, Coach, please tell me you saw the TikTok video of the newly wed uh, interracial couple. The husband was being walked on the leash, acting like a dog. Major Ellen Buzzer. This is how far back I am. But I decided to play that as my evidence. I did see it. It's unbelievable. Warhammer, I knew you were going to go hard on Sims this year. We're going in. We're going in. All right, we're not going to be complaining about women. We're not. There's In 2022, if you're complaining about women, you're losing. What I do is instruct you about what they do. Basically, I give you a description. It's based, it, uh, The description that I give is 100% accurate. Okay? And it's not a, I'm not being negative. I'm saying this is what they do. 
This is what's going to happen. This is what to expect. And this is how you get around it. So somebody might say, you never give solutions and the manosphere is not about solutions. And you know what's sad about it? Men like me and other guys and even my PUA friends and all these guys, we're literally giving you solution after solution after solution after solution. I gave you a whole philosophy called the free agent lifestyle, which is essentially a solution. I gave you the conquer course. I gave you the unapologetically masculine coach uh, course. I gave you um, 52 things that all men should consider prior to marriage, which is free on my website. I also, which is a book, a, a booklet, which is a solution. I gave you also the uh, evolution which is a description of how we got here and you put yourself in a subservient position, but you know what happens? A guy will still listen to all of that and say, we never gave a solution. And he'll just say, we're hating on women. He'll listen to all of that and say, no solution. You know what it is? You don't like the solutions. You don't like the solutions. Therefore you think none were given. No, 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 sir. Just because you don't like the solution doesn't mean I didn't give you one. It's like that you like to be subservient because you're addicted to either peace leave or women's validation. One of the two. But I gave you plenty of solutions. But it required you to invest. But instead, you're running around with expired tags, but you got uh, you got a subservient woman that you claim that you're pimping or macking. And that's your defense mechanism kicking in to try to prove to me, guys. If I wanted to sleep with subservient women, I'm sorry, uh, if I wanted to sleep with lower standing women, I could have my calendar filled up every day. The problem is I've been with higher quality women and I can't perform with lower quality women anymore. Go ahead and give myself an L. I can't do it no more. If they ain't got nothing going for them on the physical side and they ain't from the junior college, I can't go into full gun salute here. I can't go to 24 gun salute no more. Cause I've seen the other side. All right. I can't even put myself to get myself in that position no more. <laughs> yeah, man, I can't do it. I'm like, boy, I used to be able to, I used to be able to really go ahead and put my knees into this. I can't do it no more. <laughs> I want high quality meat. I want grade a beef only. It got to be. No more older women. I can't do it. If I know they push the baby from betwixt their legs, I can't do it. I'm just telling you for me. If they a single mom, it's just like something that I, you know, well, I'll give you about 20 minutes. Then I'm out. <laughs> uh, anyway. Last two. Uh, Raul says, shout out to my unemployed uncle. That be crunching ogre looking gorditas because they pay his phone bill. How sad of a man. How sad of a man. Guys, if a woman's supporting you in any way, do not come to my show and tell me you're winning. Nope. I'm just going to tell you that right now. Because there's not a woman in the on, on earth. There's only a few, only a few that I would look at and say, I'd put myself in a subservient position for and let her support me. There's only a few. And they probably 50 plus and white or eight Chinese. If they're not supporting me and I'm talking about 
hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of support. Hundreds of thousands of dollars. I'm talking about they're putting me up in a $20 million mansion. Now, now I, that's something that I, I'm not able to do right now. But don't tell me she bought you some damn jeans. She bought you some of them stretchy jeans that you like to wear or all tight around your calf and all that. She bought you some Yeezys and some Jordans. And she bought you a Sega Genesis that you're winning in life. You're losing, sir. <laughs> you're losing. You're taking fat L's. You're not macking. You're the prostitute. She's the pimp. <laughs> I can't stand dude. Well, you just don't have girls that can buy you stuff. There ain't many women on the, in America that can buy me anything that I can't buy for myself. I'm just letting you know right now. There's no, there's not that many. I'm telling you, 90%, 90% of women I know can't buy me a damn thing. That would make me go, oh yeah, I'm gonna win with her. 90%. Nine zero. <laughs> anyway. Oh, where are we going? Where are we going with this, man? Uh oh man. This is a this is one of these shows. Shout out to Mr. Nachalot. I found the video. I found the video. Let's let's go into what Kanye West is doing. Let's go into what Kanye West. Where's Kanye? Kanye, Kanye. All right, I'm going to pull it up right here. Check this out. This might be rumor, but this is another one of these situations here. He obviously has deep, deep feelings for Kim Kardashian, and uh, he doesn't want to break up his wife, uh, break up his marriage or family. I don't know if this is true, but we're going we're gonna to look at it and explore what at least they're trying to say here. It says Kanye West has offered to quit. Wait, <laughs> offered to quit her job. Look at, did you see that? They put her. Wow. I didn't ever know. I didn't notice that until now. They're telling you subliminally that you're choosing. Wow. They said offered to quit her job. Wow. This world is really, really. You guys don't see this. Am I making this up? Am I making this up? This is not a typo. They're showing you what you men are doing. <laughs> Jesus. Do y'all see this? Here we go. It's just a typo. It's not. This is this is real ill subliminal. This is ill subliminal. Who said that? Is that Nas? Ill subliminal? Wow. Now, I want you to remember this family is also a family that was so famous that one of the men in the family who wanted to compete turned himself into a her. This is the same family. It says Kanye West has offered to quit her job. Again, I think uh, the brothers to become a full-time Kim Kardashian stylist. What is the what? <laughs> is this another I'm going to I'm going to look up another story on this one. I, I got to see if they reported it the same. Now, you know, I don't know where they get a story like this. I don't know how they have insight. You know, the uh Kardashians uh they will spin anything. Kanye West quit job. I'm going to look and see if that's I'm going to look and see 
TMZ has it too. So, you know, I got a couple of places that has it. Oh, gosh, this world. Kanye West wants to give up his entire career to become Kim stylist. This is uh, reported as of 4-12-2022. Uh, but they didn't say her. It definitely was a typo. I mean, but subliminal typo here. In case you don't understand the full uh, and comprehend the full scope of Kanye's infatuation with Kim Kardashian, look no further than his offer to give up his career. So I could focus on my career. To become her full-time stylist, according to Kim herself. All right, the whole thing plays out in the upcoming premiere episode of the Kardashians on, I'm not going to tell you, say here. Kim's in her closet trying to look uh, for upcoming SNL gig, trying out looks. Oh, that's what women do. They try on, ladies, how do y'all try on all those clothes in one day? They be trying on like 15 outfits looking like Britney Spears. You know what I mean? They be coming out, shaking their hips, looking in the mirror. Hey, man, if I put something on after I done got out of the shower, it's staying on my body. <laughs> all right. Uh, especially a shirt. If I put a shirt on, that's the shirt. Because I done put my deodorant, my armpit must all up in it. Just the shirt. I'm not about to put on five, ten shirts. My armpit must all up in the damn shirt already. All right. Now I got to take the shirt back to the cleaners, you know. Mm. And you ask <laughs> my deodorant all up in there. My sweat all up on it. But ladies will try on 15 outfits, throw it all on the, you know, we're just describing you. We're different. It says here, she's look, trying out looks for an upcoming SNL gig and talking to her friend about some other outfits Kanye's recently uh, selected for her to wear. Is this recent? She then drops an entirely, uh, sorry, I, I finished the third grade too. She then drops an extremely telling line saying Kanye wants to quit everything and dedicate his life to becoming my stylist. Both Kim and her friend laughed it off, but you could tell it was 100% legit because Kanye undeniably loved dressing Kim. Um, They're saying this is, this is the girl, this is Kim and this is his current girlfriend. I'm not sure. Uh, This is, oh boy. Uh, I, you know, about Kanye, just to be, just to just be honest, I think he's always had a fascination with dressing women. Um, like even when he had that one girl with the ball head, what was her name? The Mrs. Uh, Slutwalk girl. What was that girl's name? April something. Amber Rose. Uh, Amber Rose. He he was the stylist to Amber Rose. He actually put Amber Rose on the map and placed her because he's kind of like Prince. He's kind of like Prince. Prince was very thoughtful in the women that he was with and what they were doing and wearing and all that stuff. You know, Prince was like Vince McMahon. He wanted to really control the image of the woman he's with. So um, he did that with Amber Rose. And then Amber Rose got to the position she got with Kanye and she jumped off, right? Just like we described earlier, what women will do. She will use men as a stepping stone. It didn't work out for her, but she ended up getting with a different uh, guy of the same ilk and use them as a stepping stone. But I think he wanted to have Kanye, uh, Kim Kardashian like that. And he's definitely doing uh, whatever his new girlfriend is like that as well. I think he's doing that because he want he's, he wants to control the image of the woman he's with. So it doesn't surprise me that he wants to control Con uh, Kim Kardashian's wardrobe. Doesn't mean he wanted to give up everything, but who knows, but this is another situation of men 
down bad. I'm going to do the Super Chats. Let's get back to the Super Chats. That was a short one. And then we're going to get into uh, Jesse Williams. No, no, Keenan Thompson. We got more. Oh, men putting themselves in subservient positions, guys. Uh, now we're going to talk about the family court in which you guys keep volunteering for. And uh, how are we going to change it, Coach? I love the new people that come here. Coach, man, we need to protest. We need to go down to the family court and get signs and, and yell and scream. Guys, when has that ever done anything? When has that ever done anything? It's going to do nothing. You know the best way to protest is with your feet in your wallet. Your feet in your wallet. Just walk away. I'm telling you guys to walk away, but then you guys go, oh, you just get one change and you guys go run back. Well, man, it ain't going to happen to me. The whole it ain't going to happen to me guy. Well, I'm going to just go ahead and be a simp. <laughs> uh, Freddie Frappuccino, the community is in the sunken place from Get Out. Oddly enough, from their lens, they think everybody outside of the community is in the sunken place. What a weird world we're in. Shout out to Ocular Van Leer. Did you see the video of Benzino getting arrested at his baby mom's house? His baby mom's house. I didn't see the video. I've seen people reporting on it, but I haven't really touched on what it is about. I know now there's a T-boy uh, allegedly associated with this. Again, I want you guys to understand about hip-hop. Okay, and I'm going to say something general about hip-hop. Hip-hop has been, and I said this before, so don't think this is new, and don't think I stole this from anyone. I said this probably two years ago. Hip-hop probably has done about as much harm to the community as the crack epidemic and uh, the Civil Rights Acts of 1964-65, all right? It has been deadly to the community. Not only that, a lot of the men that you're following, not all, some of them have been a part of an element that you probably would not want to be a part of, all right? And I love hip-hop, guys. I, I've been growing up on hip-hop. I love the beats, and but I, I don't believe any of them, nor do I care to believe them, nor do I want to be like them. Okay, but it's done much as much damage. Somebody says rap as well. Same thing we're talking about. Rap, hip hop, it has been dangerous and detrimental to the community. It has put men into a position in which they have to go thugging. We talked about this yesterday. They're choosing to go thugging because this is how they think they're going to go get women. And they've chosen to take these personas that they really aren't. You know, I could go down and name a bunch of men, but I'm not trying to uh, create smoke with hip hop. But we know Rick Ross is not really who he portrays to be. He was a. He was a prison guard, more or less. And then he's out here saying he's a king. You know, it is what it is. There's other guys um, that were that were uh, with underage girls. They, they swept it under the rug. There were, there were hip-hop artists with underage boys. There were hip-hop artists that were full on rainbow, reading rainbow, but they're out here thugging. There were hip-hop artists. I mean, guys, I mean, it's, it's too apparent. Corrections officer. Yeah, it's it's I don't know how you guys don't see it. Um, uh, And then you have the other element in which a lot of them were 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 used by. Allegedly gangs and um, other organizations to launder money and they made them famous. I mean, and then these men eventually, once they broke ties with these people, they became simps. I'm not going to name names because I'm not trying to create smoke. But what I'm saying is I see hip hop for what it is. It's a movie. It's professional wrestling. 
and and a lot of guys also in hip hop, which I don't blame them for. Once they talk about getting it out of the mud, they then go do what? They go big buy big houses and in, in the white community. You know, Ice Cube called that out. So it is what it is. You guys can't deny it. Although you want to keep this imagery about keeping it real and whatnot. But when keeping it real goes wrong, that's hip hop. And so I love hip hop, but it has done detriment to the community. You can't say over 40 years, the last 40 years, uh, the men that hip hop has created have not been the men that that we really want to be. You know, we don't that that's that, that I don't think it helped us. I don't think it helped us. I think it hurt overall, overall. But there are periods of hip hop where it did help us. Right? All those cribs, MTV cribs. I mean, it was proven that some of them hip hop artists, those weren't even their homes. They knew it and they put that imagery out there of, of success. And a lot of these guys are broke. That's another thing about hip hop. A lot of them don't have no money. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just, I'm just giving you. I'm just giving you an overwhelming um, hip-hop did not affect black men at all, though. Really? <laughs> I don't know about that. Oh, the red man's it. But, it, it. but, you know, these are all things that we have to accept. We have to accept a level of it before we say, well, I was able to not be uh, 100% affected by it, right? A lot of you guys got your sexual education from hip-hop. A lot of you got your sexual education from hip hop. Like a lot of you guys still running around thinking you're too short in Aunt Banks. Now you see too short. He he was never a pimp. And he, he admitted he wasn't a pimp, but everybody was because he says he was shorty the pimp. You guys think that you come from Oakland. You're a pimp. That's not true. I've been to Oakland. There's more than pimps there. There's a lot of death and decay there. Or, I mean, just, just name it. You come from a region of the United States. Just came. You, you, you take on the persona of the hip-hop in that region. But if you go to the said region, there's nothing. You don't see that unless you go. Like, you go to Atlanta. You would think it'd be Freaknik and hoes twerking. And now you can go to a place to find that. But I see a lot of countryside when I go to Atlanta. Outside the city limits. When I go to Cumming, Georgia. When I go all the way out there to... uh to Savannah and Augusta and all of these places. I see country as bumpkin life. Same thing as New York. I lived in Long Island, New York. I didn't see nothing about the streets in New York. I, I've been to the Bronx and Brooklyn and people. Okay. Uh, same thing with Los Angeles. Same thing with LA. Man, it, it, LA ain't like they portrayed it on the rap music. South Central LA it would be. But even when you go to South Central LA in Compton, in the broad daylight, you in the suburb. It, it, it looks like a suburb. I mean, look, when you're on the corner and there's Popeyes and, and Church's Chicken across the street, you know what up. I wouldn't go there flossing. I wouldn't go there lacking, but you can go there. You can drive down right down the middle of Compton. If you just hit every street light and you don't pause, you'll be good. Now, there's some jacked up areas for sure. But uh, <laughs> drive down a side street in Compton when the sun's out. It don't look like you about to have no gang violence. Now, when the sun goes down, I would hang around. <laughs> I'll be out of there like this here. East Coast people come to Compton thinking it's going to look like uh, the, 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 the projects in New York, and it doesn't. You're like, damn, the sun's shining, palm trees. 
but I wouldn't go down there wearing red and blue for no reason and walk into 7-Eleven with my car running. It is what it is, but I wouldn't do that anywhere. But I was just on that. A lot of guys uh, just look at some of these, these things in hip hop or just music industry in general. The music industry in general, if people think I'm attack, attacking hip hop and I'm not. Um, the music industry in general has done things that you support and you guys have known to support it and you demonize one person, but you celebrate the other person and both of them are doing the exact same thing. Right? Some of them are doing things that you, if you found out, you wouldn't even support them. I mean, there's too many stories. It's okay, though. It's okay. And this is another example. <laughs> you know, like R. Kelly. You know how many R. Kelly's there were in the industry? Black, white, Puerto Rican, or Asian, no matter what. You know how many Benzinos there were? Who was the other guy? Who was the other guy that had uh, was messing with T-Boys and Rainbows? Uh, you, I don't know, man. I don't know. But I see it for what it is. I definitely going to be banging hip-hop beats in my car. I bang hip-hop beats in my car. But a lot of you guys are hinging your whole identity on this. And you were this is learned behavior. I just want to let you know. Uh, we talk about doc, uh, uh, indoctrination. A lot of your hip-hop, a lot of your lessons about you were adopted through video imagery and music lyrics. Okay? And only a small portion of your community was that at the time the music was coming up. There were people doing what these guys were saying. None of the guy, Many of the guys that were saying it never really did it. And then you develop your whole imagery on said lyrics and, and video imagery. Okay. There were some people doing it, but many of them were not at all. Or they weren't doing it at the level you think they were doing it. It would be like me going and saying, I'm going to be like James Bond, right? And I would take the, the I would take every James Bond movie. And I would make myself James Bond. I would have the tuxedo. I would every every time I pushed up to a bar, I would call women pussy galore and uh, all kind of names that they would you know that they would put in their own movies. And I would ask for it shaken and not stirred. And I thought I was Agent 007. You know what I mean? It would be like if I adopted that as a persona. You would come to my show and see me adopt this lifestyle, and you say you're just trying to be James Bond. But I see men adopt this type of idea and they'll actually claim, oh, you know, I'm from this area. I'm from New Orleans, son. I'm from New Orleans. You know, you used to get down. You didn't do a damn thing. You was in the back taking ballet lessons. You weren't doing nothing while you was in New Orleans. All right. <laughs> you was down there trying to protect yourself, protect your neck. All right. But now you from New Orleans and you're in your 40s and 50s talking about, yeah, man, I used to get down in the war. You ain't do a damn thing. Yeah, Mr. C, I was talking about. You wasn't doing nothing. You was running from the dudes that was doing stuff. <laughs> Listen, I grew up in South. I, I grew up in the South Bay in Los Angeles in the Crips and the Blood days. Okay. I grew up when in the height of it. We're talking about 87, 85, 86, 87, 88, 89, 90. That's where I grew up, South Bay. 
Anybody knows where that is? That's Inglewood, Hawthorne, Torrance, and then Crenshaw, all the way in that area. That's where I went to middle school and a little bit of high school. If I was to come out here because I grew up there and say I was out here thugging and banging, I'd be fooling you. But I can easily do it because that's where I was from. Okay? And that's where I was from. I, I grew up in the area. Hawthorne Piru was the was the gang. But we also had a lot of people claiming crypt sets around us. Uh, you know, I was very conscious of it in my area. I knew that it was there. Uh, I knew I couldn't wear certain clothes. I knew people that were banging, you know, but I wasn't doing nothing. <laughs> I wasn't in these streets. I wasn't cripping our blood. So, you know, I, I wasn't allowed to. <laughs> I wasn't allowed to. So it is what it is. So I, I would I would be a fool if I said, oh, I'm from this region. So I'm going to adopt this persona. I'm not gang affiliated. I'm not gang affiliated at all. But I had friends that were or claimed to be. And I knew I was getting out. Occasionally, I would get charged up and ask what set I was from and all that stuff because I chose to wear a baseball hat or a jacket or a color. Um, but, um, you know, it is what it is. Those are all stories. But I'm not going to come in here, man, I used to get shot at every day. And I used to, man, and all my homies that I grew up with is either dead or in jail. I, that's not 100% true. I know some people that came out with successes, such as myself. Anyway, <laughs> he said, then I froze up. Yeah, man, I froze up a lot of times. I froze up a lot of times. Dude, I had this one dude. You want to hear stories? <laughs> stories of when I lived in. Because everybody think I'm from the suburbs because that's what my that's what my late teenage years and into adulthood. You know, my mother moved me out of that. So, um, dude, I remember, I think it was the last day of school. This dude was in some, he was in some gang. I don't know. It wasn't really Crip or Blood affiliated. It was kind of like a posse. But everybody knew about him on the, in, on the schoolyard. And this dude was the dude. You know what I mean? So, I'm walking down the street bailing. <laughs> I'm walking down the street bailing. All right. I thought I was cool. Freshman year. All right. And this dude was a senior. He had his girl. And uh, me and my homeboy bailing, my homeboy Billy. <laughs> so we bailing down the street. And uh, the dude, I think his name was Cornell. He going to watch me too. His name is Cor Cornell. He's walking with his girl. Now we know Cornell's that dude. Like he was that dude in high school. He was the dude that you worried about. And he was big and he was you know, brawly, and I'm just a little-ass dude, freshman. <laughs> I'm walking out the street bobbing, <laughs> thinking I'm cool. Me and Billy's ass walking out the street. I think he was a 10th grader, and I was a 9th grader. So we walking down the street, and we see Cornell and his girl. He, had a, he was a big dude. He had a little tiny, petite little girl everybody probably wanted. And we passed Cornell on the same side of the street. So... We see him ahead, and then we walk around him because they're walking slow. So I'm bailing. He says it's always a Cornell. Exactly, Cornell. Yeah, so I'm bailing, and uh, and me and Billy, we bailing. We just talking. We get up a block ahead, and I hear Cornell, hey, yo, yo, young chief. He says something like that. I didn't hear him, so I kept bailing. <laughs> I kept mobbing. Yeah, he looked like Debo. So I'm like, I didn't hear him. I kept bailing. And so he runs up to me and his girl's game. So, no, Cornell, no. 
I heard that. <laughs> I heard that. I was like, and so I turn around and I see his girl in her weave jumping around. No, Cornell, don't do it. No. <laughs> and so I turn around and I look, I'm froze. Yo, young chief, yo. And all I could see was, because I'm looking down, because I'm like, what the hell? And he's standing next to me, squaring up to me. And all I could see is his fist. You know that meme where you see the dude, the cartoon character's fist? All right, the cartoon character's fist, where the fist is ball up? That's all I could see. And it looked like a club at the end of his hand. And I'm sitting there like, what the hell did I do? You know, I don't know. <laughs> he's like, you think you all that? Like, he... He was bothered by me bailing down the street. I think I had like a Green Bay Packers starter jacket on or something. <laughs> I'm looking at him like, the hell did I do? Yo, man, I see you down here bailing. You think you hard and all that. And he challenging me. I, it wasn't that I looked at his girl. He thought I was bailing too hard. He thought I was mobbing down the street too hard to be me. So I'm sitting there like, I was like, Yo, I don't know what I did. Like, what's up? He was like, man, I see you bailing down the street, man. Yo, I see you. Do you think you hard? You think you this and that? And I was sitting there like, I didn't do nothing. <laughs> it's like I was just walking home from school. So then he was like, man, uh, he kind of says something to the effect of, uh, you lucky my girl telling me to keep me back. But, man, I see you bailing hard like this, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, okay. And then I didn't say nothing back. He just backed off. And then Billy's ass crossed the street. My homeboy walked across the street while the dude was squaring up on me. <laughs> I didn't say nothing. So I look over after I'm done getting confronted by Cornell. I'm like, okay. I'm a freshman. Again, guys, put the, I'm a freshman. He is senior, big ass senior. So I'm like, what the fuck? I look across the street, Billy standing his ass over there. I'm like, go, oh, okay. And so I walk across the street to Billy, and Cornell's going, Yeah, man, whatever's clever, man. You better walk across the street. Mm. <laughs> What's like? And so me and Billy, we're at like the corner of where my apartment is. So we cross the street. We I cross the street. We go to where my apartment is. It's like the third apartment building from the corner. This is Hawthorne. All right. So yeah. And so I go into my apartment as I would have normally done after school. Billy lives further down the street. I go to my apartment and I'm like, God dang, bro. I'm like, what the hell happened? Like, what what was going on? Like, what did I do? Like, I was just like, I was confused. And it was like towards the last day of school. So I'm like, I don't, I don't know what, what happened there. And, and Cornell was a guy I was, I wouldn't have messed with the entire school year because I knew I'm a freshman. I was like, don't mess with that guy. So I'm in my apartment, whatever. And hours later, I come out, you know, just to be like, oh, you know, I came outside and I saw Billy. Yo, Billy, yo, what up? <laughs> and then he like, yo, man, he waited outside for you for two hours. He waited outside. So Billy was standing there. Cornell followed me to my place and waited for me. He was like, he waited for you for two hours. He thought you was going to come out with a gun or your brother, and he was ready to fight. 
Now, these days, you didn't have cell phones. You didn't have text messages. Be like, hey, he out here, son. You didn't have nothing. Then he waited. <laughs> Payson, I know he got a brother. I know he going to come out with something, man. I know he going to come out with that smoke. I'm in there playing bases loaded on Nintendo. <laughs> in Tecmo Bowl. You know what happened? His girl probably said something about me. <laughs> you know what happened? I walked past, and his girl probably was like, oh, ain't he cute? <laughs> That's what happened. Oh, look at that cute little freshman. Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. <laughs> That's, what she, That's what happened. I To this day, I've never been able to explain what the hell happened? But as a grown man, I know his girl probably is like, oh, he going he gonna to be cute when he become a senior. I'm going to smash him. Don't make me smash him. And that's probably what happened. And so I'd never seen Cordell ever again, but I did see Billy later because I ended up moving. At that point, I moved from the city into the suburbs. Then my next year, I'm at a suburban high school. Now, it wasn't that story. There were other things that happened at the school and at my freshman year that caused that it wasn't the straw that broke the camel's back we were already in progression to even make that happen however that story stuck with me like what the f <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> what the hell i seen billy like later on at like grad night at uh magic mountain i bumped into him because we had separate you know we we lost track again there's no cell phones or any of that so i moved and then i saw him at magic mountain one time like at grad night I was like, Billy, yo, what's up, man? Yo, punk ass crossed the street on me. I ain't never forget that, bro. <laughs> mm -hmm. I went to Hawthorne. Hawthorne High. That was freshman year. I didn't go to Losinger. But that whole year was a catastrophe. We had Losinger walked all the way to Hawthorne protesting. Then it was a fight. There were riots between Samoans and Mexicans. There was blacks versus Mexicans. It was, dude, Hawthorne High was a mess. <laughs> he said, I was Mr. Steal Your Girl. Oh, my goodness, man. Uh, it was a mess out there. Shout out to Hawthorne. But, yeah, man, Cornell tried to charge me up. I didn't even do nothing, bro. <laughs> but that's, that, was, that was life in the South Bay. Anyway, we are going to do the Super Chats. Did, did Russell Westbrook go to Losinger? I didn't know that. If you guys know about this area, this area is, I say it's just slightly above ghetto. <laughs> you know what I mean? What up there? It's not ghetto. It's not burned down buildings. It's like single motherville, slightly single motherville, uh, elevated, slightly above success for a single mother. <laughs> you know what I mean? She, it's all single mother raised boys. They got their little apartment building. You know, apartment, one bedroom. It's slightly above <laughs> ghetto adjacent. Westbrook went to Losinger? I didn't know that. He said it's the same ghetto adjacent. I love that. It's, it's not ghetto. It's ghetto adjacent. It's slightly above success. You know what I mean? Single mothers, mm. single mothers with good jobs, you know, and, and, neat, and back then it was Volkswagen Jettas. You know what I mean? Single mothers with Volkswagen Jettas. That's what that's what that area is. It's, you know. Like, if I went a little bit 
if you go a little bit more east, you're in the hood. You're 15 minutes from ghetto. Like, you're 15 minutes from ghetto. Right down Rosecrans. <laughs> you know, you keep going Rosecrans a little bit more south and east. Or what would be, you know, uh, yeah, south and east. You're in Watts. You're in Carson, Crenson, Crenshaw. You're in Compton. Ghetto adjacent for sure. For sure. Anyway, I love that. We're going to use that. Hood adjacent, ghetto adjacent. Hawthorne is, see, Hawthorne goes through several demographic changes. Hawthorne was basically uh, where the Beach Boys went to high school. So when I went to high school in the 80s, the Beach Boys went to high school in Hawthorne in the 60s. And there's a side of Hawthorne where there's no bull crap. And then there's a side of Hawthorne. Hawthorne Boulevard is the divider. There's a side of Hawthorne that's very much would be beach town, like Redondo Beach, Hawthorne. And then the other side of Hawthorne is Inglewood, and they have two different identities. So anyway, shout out to all of these people taking me through the streets, taking me through my history. All right. Anyway, where are we at here? I got, I'm doing all super chats. So thanks for joining me today. Uh, where are we at here? Michael Franton Toro. The guy is simping. However, it's the low quality of the girl that makes it exponentially different, difficult to watch. Definitely, man. And so, yeah, I, this is my problem. I'm like, okay, I can understand simping, but for her, the working man podcast coach, give us the business today. He says, we need the mirror held up to us. Reality checks are free. Hashtag coach gang. Reality check. We can do all the shows we want about women, but I think men are doing the themselves damage. Rusted junk. Good morning, coach. If I didn't find your message, that would have been me on all fours doing that for that BPBC. That's what we'll call them. Uh, cheating narcissism, narcissistic teacher. Wow. Thank you for saving this black native man. Now I have the junior college on all fours. I got money. Sometimes you got to look in the man in the mirror, avid hiker. These types have the R. Kelly spirit. Wow, Minister Jap in them. Oh, sorry, shout out to Minister Jap in them. Anything for El Delicioso, which is Spanish for sags. Yeah, that spirit, man. I get it, man. Our, a lot of our sexual education came from R&B and rap music, unfortunately, in the community. You can't deny that. I don't know if I'm the first one to say that, but but a lot of our definitely a lot of our sex ed came from that type of music right or wrong and it made us hypersexual and made us think of that 24 like i would have been thinking of it 24 7 anyway but i think the music helped me think about it <laughs> and we learned how to get succeed from girls from two short songs <laughs> and even the imagery he created made you think wow suck my with some fat whole lips yeah uh i think i would like that i'm sitting on the bus you know what I mean? I'm sitting on the bus talking about with some fat whole lips. Mm. <laughs> mm. Shout out to Leo K. Fellas, please slap that like button as if you were Will Smith. Amateur numbers over here. Hey man, give me a give me a uh give me a like here. All right, Mike and Frantitoro says, Coach, when Bitcoin moons, I'm buying a house on my street in phonics. I call it phonics. He says you have a uh, you have surpassed the Don Gringo guys, and are officially the, officially the most interesting man in the world. 
All right. With stories about me getting about to get beat up in high school. <laughs> Kalen Ferguson. And no, I don't want to hear no stuff that I was a wimp. I was not going toe to toe with him and my homeboy crossed the street. All right. I think I was about to get Debo. <laughs> I was about to get Debo. All right. But later I would have been the dude that knocked Debo the hell out. All right. But I was about to get knocked. Out. All right. Yes, I was. I, I went and took the high road. I took the high road. I, would, I wouldn't have put up a fight against that dude. Freshman year, me, I had to be like 90 pounds. Right? He could have bench pressed the hell out of me. I might have been like 96 pounds in high school. So anyway, that's what made me, man, I need to get my weight up. <laughs> bench pressing. <laughs> Here we go. Kalen Ferguson, I guess there uh, will be those that say Will Smith is a slave. He should give Del Curry a call and get some of that young snow bunny. Woo. Yes. Shout out to T-Bone State. Coach, I work with a girl who praying matches her husband after being pregnant for only two months. She sent, up, she sent him back to Florida and says it's so much better and peaceful. She doesn't even answer his phone calls anymore. And she got the baby. She got the baby. Hey, guys, when you put, hey, the guys, the day, the day, that the power dynamic shifts is if you ever move a woman in, marry her, or impregnate her, everything else is going to change. It's going to change overnight. All right, Triggerverse says, shaking my head to the Golden Corral, Salisbury steak eaters out here, and they love it. All right, they love the Golden Corral steak eating. Go get you some filet mignon. Go get you a nice, hey, guys, treat yourself. I know you have the money. Go to Fleming's, and I'm not advertising for these companies. I know you probably have never done this by yourself, and I'm encouraging you. Stop going to the Salisbury Steak Shop. Go to Fleming's. Go to Ruth's Chris. Go to Mastro's. Go to uh, Water uh, Water Grill. Uh, go to Joe's Crab Shack. I don't give a damn. Go somewhere and get a steak, a real one. Treat yourself. And then once you've had that, when your ass go to Salisbury Steak again, you're not going to want it. You'll be like, okay, I'll eat it once, all right? But I want to work again to go get me a nice steak. Um, Treat yourself. Go to Javier's. Go, go somewhere, man. Take yourself. Treat yourself. Or the jerk jack sack. Shout out to, oh, it had the tomahawk too. Uh, Clarence Gaston, what's up, coach? That's one of the real reasons why so many men, wait, that's one of the real reasons why so many men are not in a good position in their life because they do not know how to function without there being a world built around chicks. Yeah, the where the hoes at? And our hoes aren't going to be there, guys. At some point, you got to grow up, guys. For real, man. And once you do, you know what the trick is? You know what the trick is? Once you do this, women are going to make themselves available to you. Like, it's, it's not going to be in great numbers. Like, I'm not telling you women are going to be looking at you lined up. All right, but what I'm saying is you'll find yourself easier around better quality women if there is thing, a thing. And it'll be a much easier conversation because you'll be in a place where either you guys share an interest or they know you're somebody because you're here, right? If, if you think bars and clubs and nightclubs and house parties and all this stuff, women don't look at you as valuable there and they treat you like they need to treat you there. You just another jerk there. But when you sitting down having like you're at the Brazilian barbecue, you know what I mean? When you're at the joint 
they find the conversation a lot more interesting to get into. And you'll actually start navigating into an interesting conversation as opposed to, yo, baby, yo, man, put your number in my phone. They'll gladly put their number in your phone. They'll ask to. They'll be like, let me contact, let me contact you. You know, I'm interested in that. Um, I had a woman yesterday, again, when you're driving a Porsche, this tends to happen. I'm dry, you know, I'm parked at the lot. I'm in a neighborhood I'm normally not in. It was like Laguna Hills. I'm never over there, but I had to go to a, a card shop. And um, this black woman pulls up next to me in a minivan. She's like a light-skinned, a very attractive woman, probably in her early 30s, probably a mom. I don't know what she was. She was a pretty woman. Uh, but she had like a scarf on her head or a bonnet. She did, she wasn't planning to be seen, but she pulled up next to me. I'm bumping my noise. All right. And she looks at me. She looks at the car. She gives me the. And she was like, that that fits you so perfectly. She's giving me compliments. Not me, but she's like, congratulations. This is motivation, blah, blah, blah. And she's just like. She's like, I'm glad to see you in the car, uh, uh, you know, a, a brother there. And she's you know, like, just I'm, thank you very. I, I was like, appreciate you. Thank you very much. My light's about to turn green. I don't need her phone number. All right. And I was like, you know, maybe one of these days you can have one. She was like, I'm really hoping. So look, that conversation easily leads to whatever you want to lead to. And here come the broke dudes talking about lies. Bro, why would I? What? I never have to lie to you ninjas. You broke ninjas. I never have to lie to you. Never. If you're driving a Porsche 911, bro, you don't have to do shit out here. You don't have to. Guys, this is what I'm telling you. You guys don't know, man. I keep telling you. You don't have to do shit. You do because you're getting higher quality women. But they're going to open up to you. You don't have to do it. But you guys will never, you guys will never know. You'll never know because you're used to begging women for attention. You'll never know. <laughs> you're used to running and you're used to riding your bike. You're used to kicking your skateboard. You're used to being in your busted up Mazda 626. And you never know. This is why I tell you, literally, go ahead and get to another level of life first. Get leverage. And then... The game becomes whole different. You're not approaching girls at the Texas Roadhouse. You're not approaching girls at Applebee's. Those women are beneath you. You're like, I wouldn't even talk to you if you tried. Or if you want to talk to me, then let's get the clapping. <laughs> Just, I'm letting you guys know, but you guys don't know. But I want you to get here. And it's easy. Now, I don't even think I don't think about women because I know they can be delivered to me on a platter. And most of them be brokered in a joke. <laughs> right? They be broke, desperate, about to be thrown in jail, about to be evicted from their house, 
a paycheck away, a flat tire away from being completely bankrupt. I know this. <laughs> and I know it. And I'm like, eh. yep, she got nothing to offer. And once you know that, the real satisfaction of life is not women. That's just a cherry on the top. That's just dessert. They're not the full platter. You know what's the full platter? Life, success, experience, money, achievements, whatever you want. Status, recognition, right? Whatever it is. Accomplishments. Yeah, that's the real stuff. And you know what's a byproduct of all of those? Women. Now, they're still dangerous at that level, too. I'm not saying it's going to be easy for you and an easy layup and no danger. It's still dangerous. So now you got to be smart. Shout out to 2D Universe. We're giving, see, we're, we had to go hard on the guys. Pause. Because guys are really, really lost out here. I, I know. You guys are really lost. I'm not trying to flex on you. Guys, I've been, I was here creating videos and I was getting sued left and right by my ex-wife. Okay. Left and right. About to go broke, child support about to hunt me down. And I said, huh, why don't I switch this? All right, 2D Universe, Playboy Cardi said he dated GAYs, rainbow, reading rainbows and trans. These new rappers are different. This is an extension of what's going on here. They're different. And they're showing, guys, your kids are listening to dudes like this. And we listen to dudes like this, quite frankly. All right, Young Viking says, can you play that 61-year-old man again? I'm going to find him because I let me see how far I'm behind. Mm. The simp, the old simp. Uh, let's see here. I see somebody said I was wrong about hip-hop. Oh, I can't wait to get to that, that, that super chat because uh, stick around. Because if you want me to name names, I'm going to show you. But I, I have to read the whole super chat. DG Seymour, PCGA, and the coach gang have been in Miami. Work. Has uh has me flying to the West Coast and the East Coast heavy. Keep it blazing in 2022. Congratulations, sir. All right, you're busy. Get busy, guys, with life. Sheldon Ross, truth coach. Remember the video where the black guy lets the white girl spit in his mouth. Insane. I have that video. I have that video. Okay. Guys, so I'm not making stuff up. I have that video. Let me see if I can find that video really briefly here. Um, so people can see what he's talking about there. How are we on time? On time, where's the videos? Yep, I have the video where the there's a video of a black guy on his knees and white girls are spitting uh drink in his mouth. I can't I can't determine what's going on here. Let's see if I can find that video real quick. Uh, now that you brought that up, it's somewhere on my archives. And I actually put that on Instagram and they literally deleted that video. And I was like, what I was like, what are they hiding here? <laughs> Why, why, they, why, why they won't let me show that video? Because they don't want you to see how low you're really, really uh, willing to put yourself just for some attention from women. Where is it at? I got to pull that one up. Thanks for reminding me. Anybody remember that on Instagram? I was like, wow, like what is going on, brothers? Now, it ain't, you don't got to do all that to get white girls, guys. White, white girls be the easiest to get. <laughs> they the easiest all right everybody got to understand the dynamics that white women are dealing with they there's just too many of them not a lot of them can get the top tier guys so they all got to find a place there's just too many of them oh i can't find it 
Thought I had it. I might have deleted it up, but it was on my hard drive. for sure. Oh, I found it. Found it. Let me turn down the volume just in case. I found it. Thank you, brother, for remembering that one. Here it is right here. Shout out to Counselor has everything. Follow him on Instagram. There you see right here a couple of Beckys. There's a white guy. Take a look. You guys ready? Look. What part of the game is this? Y'all, y'all be mad at the wrong person. I'm trying to help y'all out. Men are choosing to be in this position. I don't know what to tell you guys. And, and these guys are going to claim that they're Max and they're gamers and all this bull. I don't know, man. Thank you, Sheldon, for reminding me. It's insanity out here. It's insanity. <laughs> Shout out to B-Real Mahogany. Most rappers and felons that have been to jail got their hair braided while sitting down in between another man's thighs before visits. Uh, do we even want to talk about that? I'm telling you. you got to know who you're following. Shout out to DG Seymour, another society where manhood and masculinity are revoked and rebuked. That society has crumbled and will fall. It will fall because men are choosing this position. I'm really far back. M. Lavo coach. Pike doing hit him up, free agent lifestyle. He says, and why are these D block, uh, D loving rain reading rainbow MCs trying to grab the mic? Because they're letting them grab the mic and they're letting them influence you. Too tall in the building. Thank you for your generous super chat. Briss Clown says, he says, Coach had to pay my tuition on that clip. What is so bad is looked at how confused their son looks. Yeah, so when the guy came in in the chain, he's like, Daddy? Man. Sad. This is his... She, I didn't notice that, by the way. Thank you, Brisk Clown. He did that in front of his son. Wow. Ricky V, he says, KRS-One said, real men don't exist in hip-hop. Okay, so there's a guy that's going to argue this, by the way. And KRS-One would know if you know the history of KRS-One and his associations with one African Bambata. This is all public, so I'm not revealing anything. KRS-One grew up close to African Bambata. And if you Google him, you see what all kind of BS. He's he's held as one of the the um, the um originators of hip-hop. He's on the Mount Rushmore of, of, of some people's hip-hop list. And then look it up. Okay, he's on the legendary list of hip-hop. Uh, uh, African Bambata and K. African Bambada and KRS-One was close to him. Don't treat me like I don't know uh, hip-hop, by the way. Don't think, yeah, don't think I don't know about hip-hop because you see me in here pronouncing my E's and my R's and shuffling. I know a lot of people do that. They be like, he don't know. He a white boy on the inside. I know y'all think all that stuff, bro. Hey, look, I grew up ghetto adjacent. I grew up in the Midwest in one of the most ghettoest towns there is, all right? And I have still have family there and all of that stuff. And I got family in the country, country-ass family in the South. 
Don't act like I don't know what I'm talking about. I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man! What, what you gonna do? Look out, boys! It's coming through. Yeah, man! Yeah, man! Anyway, <laughs> all right. I just learned how to pronounce my e's and my r's. All right. All right. Shout out to Joseph Norris. Is local separate from the fifty a month Patreon? Yes. Locals is just the protection model. You can do Patreon and you'll get just as much. You might not just get something live. All right. Uh, General Surgency says, one son and done. I didn't want to take a chance of a daughter. <laughs> yeah, fathers with daughters, it's going to be rough. It's a rough life because, you know, you can't control them up to a certain point. They're going to be really indoctrinated. You don't know what they're being taught at schools and through these social media apps and whatnot. Uh, being a father of a daughter, you're going to have some pain associated with that. Right when they turn about 14, 15. And don't have a mother. And if the baby mom is, is a petty woman and she's competing with you and she's constant, she's not on the same page as you, it's over. It's damn near over. All right. If the baby mom is not on one accord with you, equally yoked with you, forget it. She's going to use that daughter to bring her down and essentially uh, what they call sabotage the daughter because she hates you. All right, I'm 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 experiencing this now. Uh, my baby mother, my ex-wife, hates me so much that she's willing to sabotage my daughter. And I can't, what can you do? I mean, I can run to the court, take, but she'll go back to her because all they have to do is make it easier for her. I'll make it easy for her. I'll let you do what you want. He's over there putting standards on you. Uh, you're going to be in trouble, guys. Just know that this is coming. And again, I've always warned you guys, your daughters and potentially your sons will turn against you at some particular point. So just be ready for it. Just be ready for it, guys. Uh, unless you have it. And also, you have to be careful how you control your daughters out here. Uh, controlling them too much is going to uh, push them into these streets. In these streets. All right. Um, it's not an easy thing being a dad, you know, and they do come back. Yeah, George said, Jeff says they come back. But you know when they come back after they completely flopped and failed? You're absolutely right. They will come back. But after they have been ran through, single mom, abandoned, driven into poverty, lost all of their opportunities, it's too late to restart and kickstart life, then they come back. They come running right back. Oh, I should have listened to you. Well, you're 26 now. You got a you got some damn Tyrone or Chad's kid now. You you didn't go to school like I told you to go to school. All right. Now you're the effed up. Now you got to start from the bottom. <laughs> all right. They come right back. Then they come looking for a good man. What happened? Where did all the men go? When they realize they've been duped, hoodwinked, and bamboozled. Yeah, they come back. And then if you don't pick them back up, if you don't take them in, guess what? It's your fault. And then. They go to go back to seeking arrangements. Then they go to stripping. You know what I mean? Then they go to deal with an abusive man. After they been in domestic violation court, then they come back. What happened? Where did all the men go? <laughs> and then when you don't take them in, they look for another simp. Guys, this is a very common thing. So you got to watch out for it. All right, shout out to KJ Ben at the range. Popping off caps with my two new firearms 
heckled in uh, Koch P30SK in a VP9 and waiting for my permit. Coach, thank you for the motivation. Indeed, man. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, man. Shout out to Saul's Media, Thou Shall Not Simp, Simp Rehab Survivor. Yes, we have all simped. Some of us woke up. Alexander Ruffin, they are blaming the most recent recent deletion in New York on Kevin Samuels. So people are trying to link KS and the Manosphere to his behavior. Well, I kind of saw that coming. I knew that was coming across. Um, you know, I, I've never heard anybody in the Manosphere do or say to do things like that. But of course, I mean, I'm not surprised. Octavius Baker, I'm tired of hearing excuses from the community doc. Get it together or get out of the way of progress. Mm. Uh, the best thing is to just get away from the community. If you want to make something of yourself, the community is not uh, a, a group of people that want to make something of themselves. It's not that I'm talking about black people. I'm talking about the people there. They don't. They, they're ready to rise up all together in their mind and their utopianism. Everyone rises up together. Well, we live in a hierarchy. It's never going to work out that way. I mean, and, and you're everything opposite of rising up together. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're not, you're not going to rise up together. Uh, there's, there's a generational gap where if the one generation of people are trying to rise up, the younger generation behind is just going to steal from you. You know what I mean? They're just going to take it from you and then repeat, rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat. All right. Uh, it's, it's kind of over there with the, because the, everybody is, you know, the, everybody in the community is a socialist by full in their philosophy. Everything they say is socialistic. It's socialism, right? We'll rise together. We'll be fair, equal. We'll all get it all the same. That's socialism. And I don't participate in socialism. All right. I'm not saying I'm, I'm not waiting for you to get on board for me to rise up. I'm going to go get mine. All right. And if I do get to a position where I can help some, I will help them by giving them information and whatnot. All right. But we're not all rising up together, bro. <laughs> it ain't going to happen. We all ain't going to get on the same page. We all ain't going to get no same bank account and all that stuff. So if when people understand that and have a knowledge of that, then, then they'll know it. But all these people saying, well, no, no, we need to work together. We need to rise up together. No, we don't. It's never going to work like that. We can help the best and the brightest. We can reward the best and the brightest. We can have the women reward the best and the brightest. But until those things happen, ain't nothing going to happen. The women tend to reward the worst and the crookedest of this of the of the community because people are desperate. So who keeps making the babies? Most of the time are the worst representations of the men. They get the rewards. They get the women in their best prime. They get the best younger women. They get the women when they're the most attractive. They get to procreate with the woman and they get the skedaddle responsibility. And then here they come. What happened? And then they say, I'll reward you now, Mr. Boyce Watkins. Now you can take care of this catastrophe. Now you can take care of this mess. They tend to remove the fathers and the father authority for 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 years. No father present. And then they will say, we're still doing it right. And then a man comes up and says, well, I think I have an opinion about this. And they shoot him down, a.k.a. Ice Cube, a.k.a. Kevin Samuels, a.k.a. Coach Greg Adams, a.k.a. you name it. They shoot down any guy, a.k.a. Malcolm X, a.k.a. Martin Luther King. They kill the leaders. They shoot the messenger. And then they go run to the oppressor, asking the oppressor to change his oppression. 
I mean, it's comedy. <laughs> it's comedy. It's a comedy scene, bro. And yeah, <laughs> it's goofy. I don't know what to say. But I'll watch you try to do it. I'll watch you. I'll watch you attempt to do it. <laughs> All right. Shout out to you guys, man. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Oh, and not only that, then they'll get them. They'll get the young men to do their po their politics. Right. Hey, I told you to do Biden. How we done lost a damn vote? We done lost a vote. That's going to go to Trump. God damn. Ain't nobody worshiping them. But God damn it, Chris. We need somebody in there with motherfucking sense. made the most rational decision out of all three of the other women in the car you know what i mean the woman on the phone the uh, the mom and the daughter chris actually was the one that made a rational decision right if you look at the results i mean just look you know it's listen i'm not trying to help anybody so uh if the community would like me to come address this issue let me know until then I'll, i'm out i'll bow out i'm not trying to save a damn thing and you guys that are trying to save it i don't know what you're doing I mean, I don't know what you're doing. I, I want you, I want to listen to I want to listen to you. I want to help you understand. My, but you'll just call me a sellout in the Uncle Tom and I'll just be like, OK. You know, I know you want what's best, but. <laughs> you don't see the writing on the wall, bro. Uh, you do have to find yourself. To, you have to go to the outside and look in. This is my only advice. Go to the outside and look in. Don't look from the inside out. Go from the outside and look in, and you'll see what I'm talking about. But as long as you're in it, you don't realize what's going on. Shout out to Castigator, but Coach, what about Peace Leave? A real man doesn't pay, right? <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, where are we at? Gid Gidrius Gutius, but Coach, oh, I already got you. No, somebody else said, oh, but what about love? And what if she buys me a PlayStation 5? For real, I'm like, man, how much does a PlayStation 5 cost? 500 bucks, 499, man, I'll go scrape that together. All right, Nick Penn, if Kim, is Kim P. Peacely really that good? Oh, is Kim's Peacely really that good? You about to give up billions F out of here, yes. All right, not me, soul sauce, but coachy thick. Again, this is all ideas that men will come to my show. And I know you guys aren't saying this, but this is what happens. Crunk Man says, I heard KS talking about masculine frame to keep women. All right, shout out to KS. I don't know, so I can't say. All right, Christopher Serdak, coach, the Daily Mail reported the two women in a New Jersey all-female prison were impregnated by trans inmates. 
uh, average guys are in sales, but trans felons are getting peace leave. It's the end of days. Um, we're running it kind of like uh, women want it, you know. Um, it is what it is. I can't tell them. I, I'm not here to save them. I'm not here to save them. They're making the world. They're creating the world uh, by silencing men. They're creating the world they want, and it's chaos. Again, I told you, utopia doesn't exist. Anytime you have somebody that says it will be better if we're in a utopian society or we're, the perfect scenario presents itself, that's not humanity. We live in a perfectly imperfect world. Oh, if you want it to be slightly better, I get it, but there's no perfection. But people have these ideas and thoughts. Let people be people. And then all of a sudden you end up with a trans male in a female prison because it's going to be easier for him. And he can pound down women like crazy behind bars. What do you want me to do? I can't stop that. I can't stop that. That's actually a good strategy by the guy or the girl. That's a fantastic strategy. I go to jail. I claim to be a woman, right? I take a few hormones. I still get my salami hard. And then I pound down women into the prison. Come on, bro. Like you in, you in heaven. You in a better situation than you are in these streets. Like, wow. What? What? I mean... I would think about that if my if I was at my last wit's end and I was going to prison. All right. Well, you know what? <laughs> all right. Cage me in with this woman right here. All right. A girl, don't worry about nothing. I'm a woman. All right. Soon as they go, clink, clink. All night. <laughs> she come running out in the morning. Oh, I need to get out of this one. Okay. Let's put a new girl in there. <laughs> I would do that. Man, if y'all ever see me get arrested, I will have a wig on and some lipstick. <laughs> they be like, Coach Greg Adams arrested. I'll be over there with a wig in my mugshot. Why Coach got a wig on? Because when I where I'm going to the clink, I'm going to be clapping cheeks. All them thugs. They're like, coach, man, I didn't know you was like that. I am now. I'm going to clap cheeks. <laughs> yeah, but like, I knew coach something was wrong with him. Ain't nothing wrong with me. Where I'm going is going to be like heaven up in here. <laughs> I'm going to throw it on the wig exactly. Shout out to Deuce of Growth. Deuces of Growth. Coach, have you seen the video of rapper Baby getting rejected by a female fan? He tried to kiss. I haven't seen that. All right. I haven't seen that at all for sure, man. Uh, you know, I have to look it up. Shout out to Bryant Horsley says, appreciate your wisdom. Thank you, sir. Thank you for the support on the cash app. Augustine Romero. Uh, he says all for a little roar for real guys, all for a little roar. Think about all the things you do. And then you bust ladies. You guys don't know this. You're getting secrets. When do dudes do things pre nut. They're lying. They're misrepresenting themselves. They're lowering themselves. And then after he busts, he comes back to reality. It's called Pulse Nut Clarity. And then he realizes all the stuff he did was just for that. And he hates himself. He starts sitting on the edge of the bed. He starts not talking to you. He doesn't want to be touched anymore. He's not kissing you and slobbing you down anymore. Unless he wants a second round, which most of the time, if she's a substandard woman, he don't want a second round. All right, unless he's desperado. All right, but then he's thinking to himself, gosh, damn, I really 
just wasted eight hours of my life just to get that 15 minutes of feeling. You know, what? what is it? You know, he gets into his David Banner or his Bruce Banner. Wow, he starts coming back to his reality. And he says, damn, all for that? And then you start talking to him and he's annoyed. You start wanting to touch and cuddle with him. He's annoyed. You want to spend the night? He's thinking of getting out of there. You want him to spend the night? He doesn't want, he doesn't want nothing to do with you. You know why? Because he he's he's saddened by the fact that he did all of that to put some stank on his finger. And he realized he's a low-grade, uh, low-quality animal. You're just an animal. And you professed to have loved her and liked her and was interested in listening to her. And she was lit, you were she was talking and you were listening to her and you were all attentive. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Cause you were desperate. When I'm sitting across for her and I just want to do this, at everything she says. This is why I just say, I got money. All right, but you're listening. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then you roar. And then you realize, damn, what a sub low quality cr crawling on my belly animal I am. That's all I wanted. And I went sideways to get it. I lowered and beneath myself to, as a human being to get it. I wasted time. I was interested in her argument. I waited three dates. I took her out. All for some free, <laughs> all for some free roar. I spent money. I spent time. I paid attention to her. I texted her nonstop for a week or two. And then at the end of it, you just wanted a roar. And you got the roar. <laughs> guys, if you guys think, ladies, if you're watching me thinking I'm wrong about this, this is what, this is the daily struggle of a man. This is why our community is all diced up into all these groups because people all think that they, we're all trying to get a roar. That's all we're trying to do. And we got all these damn ways to try to finesse around it. Okay. <laughs> we really ain't interested in you. Or nothing you said, by the way. This is, this is a sad reality. Most men have to marry a woman for this. <laughs> all for a little bit of roaring. But they won't lower themselves to say, I got money. To them, that's too low. Oh, no. I want her soul. Then after you bust, you're not interested in her soul at all. All right. Dots Token says, it's always a bigger dude trying to prove himself tougher uh, than a smaller guy. Happened to me yesterday at the gym. Dude randomly started doing push-ups in the squat rack. He says, chew dude out because he was weak. Like, why? Why, why, why? Shout out to Elijah Bryant says free Cornell. Shout out to Cornell. Hey, wherever you are, he might be in jail now. All right, the Jimmy ZT, the Jimmy ZTT was the guy says coach is wrong about hip hop. It's filled with thugs, gangsters, and uh fashion consultants. Pause. So I was waiting for this comment. He says, props to all of you smart enough to be free agent lifestyle. Rest in peace to T Mon. Yeah, man. Uh the, the guys that are the real Thugs in the hip hop, typically, there are some guys that do stupid things, right? Like the guy that smoked, uh, what's the guy's name in Memphis? Uh, damn, I can't remember. Young Dolph. Well, the other dude was a hip hop artist, right? And he was legitimately, I get, you know, they got bodies on him. You know, this is a, 
But I, you know, if you ain't real, if you ain't a dude like that, I would tell you, don't get into that industry. There's some guys out here willing to do a lot of crazy stuff out here, um, out here to prove or hold their position. But a lot of the guys that are the real G's are the ones that finance it, the rappers. Uh, Derek, Derek's Gerard. Thank you for your super chat. Mr. DG, coach, were you talking, were you taking those chicks to the Snooty Fox Motel? I remember that area over there, the Snooty Fox. I remember that. I think that's on Hawthorne Boulevard. No, no. Yeah, it might be on Hawthorne Boulevard, the Snooty Fox. Hawthorne and El Segundo or something like that. I think it's down there for sure. All right. I was too young to be knowing about the Snooty Fox. All right. Raul says, Coach, these women don't belong to the streets. They belong to Goldman Sachs. Okay. Um, that's part of a, something that I've talked about in terms of there's always a leader or owner of women of which women will follow their lead, right? And before it was husbands and fathers, fathers first, then husbands. Now it's corporations, institutions such as the public school, colleges and whatnot, and corporations and uh, banks and whatnot. And they've noticed this. The banks have noticed this. And this is why they have all done things like, hey, we'll invest in this group of women. They don't invest in the men. Why? Because they don't own us, you know, per, per se. But but the corporations do. They'll. I, I think women, for, for all intents and purposes, they will stamp a corporation's tattoo on their left ass cheek if the corporation asks them to do so. Just to keep their job. So I could focus on my career. All right. And then when they turn 50. Why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am sexy. Then they want to come running back to the man. What happened? And then they want us to do here. I lay all alone, tossing, turning, yearning for some of your tender love. I've waited all my life, morning to come, yearning for some of the tender love you've given to me. Tender love. Love so tender, holding me close to you. Baby, I surrender. Candles, they light the dark. <laughs> oh, man. Shout out to the Force MDs. <laughs> they want you to want that tender love. Hey, ladies, here's a, here's a piece of advice for you since I'm giving out advice. You want men when they're young and dumb. You can do anything to men when they're young and dumb. Once they turn 35, it's kind of the wrong time to try to finesse a guy unless he's a complete gump, all right? But most guys by 35, they actually started seeing a payback from society. They got their life together. Most of these guys got completely rejected by you for the last 12 years, if not 15 years, all right? They kind of found their purpose already. They're kind of like, okay, yeah specifically if they're in their 40s they looking for you to be a complete simp off tinder all right but most guys by 40 you know what what the hell am i doing they snap out of it the big head controls the little head they outthink the little head we ain't dumb no more you want dudes when they're stupid meaning you gotta be the age where you're stupid you can get a dude to do anything at 16 and 20 
You can get him to do anything at 25. Maybe 32. You can get almost every man to do and take the plunge. But what women are doing is the opposite. Well, I'll go have my fun. And then when I settle down, all these stupid gumps are going to be here at 35. But what are you finding out? That's false, right? You're finding out that to be false. And where, what happened? What happened? Where did all the men go? Yeah, you're old. <laughs> you waited too long. You didn't push them chips in, but it is what it is. All right. So you want them when they're stupid and can't get a lot of availability, but you guys are pushing this off. I'll wait till I'm 28. I'll wait till I'm 32. I'll wait till I have my one bedroom, three bathroom house. All right. With a, a with one. <laughs> All right. Yo, you can't get them when they're smart. We figured out the game. We actually have other things going on in life. We're busy with life, all right? We didn't got turned down for the last 20 years. And you know, <laughs> then we found out, oh, okay, wait a minute. We already been divorced once. We've been broken up and finessed in family court or child support court a couple times. We're like, oh, forget it. <laughs> These guys are out here just bitter and hurt. Well, you should have pushed it in when we were young and dumb. Choose one. Hey, ladies, choose one. Do you want bitter and hurt men? or young and dumb men. That's what you're choosing from. All right, that's what you're going to get. You ain't going to get nobody that got their head on straight and is still young and dumb. If their head is on straight, they done figured out the bull crap. <laughs> All right, they done figured it out. Shout out to Daniel McGee, leverage man. Leverage man, I should say it right. He said six-figure mechanic tech going to look at a Corvette Z06 tomorrow with this, I got money. It's definitely the way, guys. There's only one way. Now, it's not the perfect way. This is what you guys are looking for a perfect solution. There is none. You got to choose. If you go to my Ask Coach Greg Adams channel, I broke it down. Do you want it cheap? Do you want it fast? Or do you want it better? Pick one or two. You're not going to get all three. Do you want women cheaper, faster, or better? Pick one, if you're lucky, two. But you ain't going to get all three. If you want fast peace leave and cheap peace leave, it's going to be sorry-ass peace leave and low quality. Don't tell me you're getting high-quality broads. We're going to bust that up real fast. If you want better and faster, you can't get it cheap. It's going to cost you. I got money. If you want it, if you want it faster and better, I'm sorry, if you want it better and cheaper, you're not going to get it fast. Mm. It's going to come slow. Pause. Okay. Better and faster is going to come slowly. I'm sorry, better and cheaper is going to come slowly. You're going to have to invest the best plunge, plunge, plunge. It's not going to come fast. Pick one or two. Can't get all three. There's men out here that are struggling, and they can't even get all three. And there are six figures, six foot five. Look at Cam Newton. Look at Cam Newton. He out here struggling. There's men out here struggling, and they got the six sixes. You know why? Because I think women are uh, insatiable. They're insatiable. They can't be satisfied. They always think that there's a better 
option behind door number one. Have you heard of the story of the woman who went to the department store looking for the perfect man? And every time she got to another section, there was a better man. And they say, if you want another better option, go to the next floor. And her ass kept going to the next floor and the next floor until she got to the top floor and said, sorry, that man doesn't exist. You passed up all the best available options. Go back down to the beginning. All right. It's. <laughs> all right. It's what it is. And just accept it for what it is. Our shortcut is. I got money. All right. Raul says, coach, I have a clip of a 90 day fiance of the big white lady struggling to say love and obey uh, while reading the wedding vows. Obey who? Yes, I, I know that clip. It's the big white woman marrying the, I think, African Nigerian. All right. Shout out to Kaylin Ferguson. Did Cam Newton apologize for his comments? I think not, nor should he. I don't think so either. He deserves to get what he wants. He's in a position. He has the six sixes. Why should he be begging? All right. But the type of woman he likes, he's begging for. He'll end up simping for. All right. Jeremiah France is already fallen. Yes, indeed. Tony Johnson in the live chat. I'm six foot five Jack millionaire and can't keep one happy. I'm telling you, it's the it's the mystery of life is that. Um, is that the that the, that that if, if you bring in a woman into your life, I, I, she's not going to have anything close to what you have to offer offer. She thinks she deserves you. And then when she gets what you're giving her over time, she's going to be dissatisfied. She's going to say, I'm not happy. It's a, guys, this has been proven too many times. And then she's going to expect you to do more, 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 more. Do at this point in life, I will stop trying. There's no point in me trying to. Here's the, here's the, it's it, just say it like this. Women are not to be pleased. They're not to be pleased that that don't go about your life doing that. It's going to be a futile. It's going to be a futile effort. You're wasting your time. You're going to try it once. You're going to try it twice. You're going to rescue her from the damn streets. And then you'll try, try, try. Oh, I'm not happy. You'll try again. Try again. Try again. I'm not happy. You'll try, try, try. Man, I don't even waste my time, bro. Don't waste my time. It's 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 not an effort you're going to be rewarded with. She basically just. She basically just stringing you along into another point where she's not going to be happy. I'm not happy. She'll never <laughs> throw the towel in. She's never going to throw the towel in. And she'll have the best man she can get. How many women have you seen divorce a guy? And then I'll get a better one. And she never does. And she just, I'll just settle for being out here getting ran through again. Okay. I, I don't make this an effort. I don't make this. Satisfying her is not an effort I'll ever make in this world. Because I know it's a waste of time. And then I'll go back and think, damn, I should not even waste my damn time. Yeah, Harold, uh, 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 sorry, uh, Zoe, I'll get another one, dude. Get another husband, dude. Shout out to Harold Lagurmi says the last 15 minutes of that Cam Newton stream. He says, hashtag in the history of the world. All right. We got to deal with this real reality. Shout out to Das Tokens shaking my head. So many loads. 
So how many loads did the black dude just collectively take with that Becky Bird, baby bird action? That's weird. And he did it because uh, this is another thing I warn brothers of because we have the, for some reason, you guys diss black women. And then you go run to the white woman as if she going to treat you better. You know what I mean? I mean, look, you'll get better treatment passively, aggressively, but you're getting death by a thousand cuts as opposed to getting pounded over the head by it's going to be the same result. All right, look at the dude in Florida. Okay, so what typically what dudes would do, especially if they don't have experience with suburban women, is that you'll overly pedestalize her, and she's very insecure, okay? This is why I don't go about dissing black women exclusively. It's a waste of time. It's no better anywhere else. You know what I mean? Like, you might think you're getting treated better, but what you're getting is mate-guarded. What you're getting is passive-aggressive attacks just kidding attacks and sneak disses and you're not getting all out full out frontal assaults anymore. <laughs> That's what you traded. All right. And so what will happen is in, in, in the white woman's world, it's overly competitive. I I'm trying to get people to understand this. People always try to emulate them. And I'm like, dude, do not join them. They're 60%. Let me just say this. How far am I behind? We're still going here. The United States and the United States of all the women available, there's 66% of them are white women. And, and until you go to the suburbs or somewhere in a county, somewhere in Greendale or somewhere in the middle, you don't understand it. There's a lot of them. I went to school and they're everywhere, bro. They're everywhere. Now, in their world, they're trying to compete for the top 10% of men and they have an advantage because. They're pedestalized immediately. They're pedestalized just because they are white women. Now, what separates them from the rest is marginal in their world, is marginal hair color, eye color, five pounds of weight. They have extreme pressures to maintain, uh, whether they're smiling or not. Whether they, And then what happens if those women in the 66% can't get the top brad, they literally have to then adopt another persona. They have to go down and go tattoos. They got to cut their hair. They got to cut it uh, blue. They got to get nose ring. They have to tattoo. They have to fall off a cliff if they can't compete for the brad. They completely fall off. Now, when you show up, you're not showing up getting the men competing for the top 10%, Brad. And if you do find one, you overly got a scent for her. And she's so insecure because she's battling 60. She's battling clones, bro. She's bat. Have you been to a mall and there have been white women there? They all look and dress the damn same. If they were standing with your backs uh, to you, wouldn't even know. You wouldn't be able to even uh, distinguish one from the next. They got the same clothes. They shop the same. They got the same Ugg boots. They got the same. They all dye their hair blonde one day. Whatever. They get their Jennifer Anderson haircut. It's all the same. Now, if the, the women in there can't compete with that, they go dive. They go to the full extreme. And then that's where you show up. That's where you show up. And then she's so insecure competing in that all her life. 
then you show up, oh, you're the queen goddess. She don't even know what to do with you. She don't even know what to do with you. She's like, what the hell do I do with this? And you know what she does? This right here to your dumb butt. She able to gain all the weight she want. She able to do this, do that. And this is what you show up and you take. All because, and do you realize she be going home crying and throwing up for her damn daily routine? She can't, she's in a battle. And then I see other women try to emulate that woman. I'm like, <laughs> she's going to resent you because she knows she's not all that because all her life, she's been walking around like a clone and she's been doing it only to compete with the top 10% Brad and his steep levels of competition. Every day her life from middle school all the way up to college, it's been that. Now, Black women don't do that. Basically, they just walk outside and do <laughs> all she doing is standing there <laughs> and you simping and she treats you like dirt and you keep. Do I don't know what to tell, brother. Sometimes I see it and I'm like, listen, I've done this myself. This is what I know. If you overly pedestalize her, she's going to treat you like dirt. She doesn't see you as, oh, man, thank God for you. Then she treating you like a pet. And I, you want evidence of this? Let me show you. Where is it here? Uh, oh, did I lose the video? Then she treats you like a pet. Let's find the video. I lost it. So you go in there saying, uh, she my queen and my white queen and my whatever you call definite snow bunny. All of these just disgusting terms that you give them. All right. Then you're doing this. Now, I'm going to tell you right now. This woman has given up on the top Chad and Tyrone long time ago. She been gone from she been gone from the white suburb long time ago because she realized she ain't got what it takes. And she'll never get she'll never get a mid tier quality white dude. Never. I'm just giving you facts. You can be offended by it. She'll never get one until you show up. And then she says, oh, you like this? And she treats you like this, and you accept it. It is really, really, really the how you explain what happens. And then you, for some reason, will sit up here and diss black women for how they act. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't get it. I don't get it. And then you'll say, I'll never date a white woman. <laughs> or you show up in town for this one. I'm like, y'all targeting the wrong people. You know, it ain't, it ain't that they're better. It's not that they're better. I'm just letting you know. They might treat you slightly better, but in beneath all of this is this. They don't see you as high caliber, especially her, because she knows she knows all her life in her suburb, in her country, she was not good. She was never measured up. But here you come singing her praises. It is what it is. I know this from experience, too. <laughs> uh, shout out to Drizzit. I'm behind, but at Fleming's, Tomahawk Steak is not the best. It's the porterhouse. I think the Tomahawk Steak is the best at Ruth Chris, better than I've experienced, at least Ruth Chris. Ruth's Chris, Ruth's Chris, 
But Fleming's to me, I think, is the either you know Porterhouse or the fillet. Uh Janzel inrogatory, erog wait, erogory. I don't know how to say that. We're gonna call you Janzel. Coach, as a co-parent, I would like to make a like to make a request, a video dedicated to tips on co-parenting. This would be a much needed, uh, much needed for us brothers. I couldn't do a whole stream on it. It'd be a short video because not a lot of people are even pa parents yet. But uh, if uh, if you do want to become a parent, highly likely you're going to become a co-parent. Okay. Um, you're not going to. It's very rare that men raise their kids uh, all the way through life. And uh, here's another example of a brother who did this. Kenan Thompson. I'll just do this briefly. Calls it quits after 11 years of marriage. Of course, she waited or they waited until the 10-year mark. And she's skedaddled. And uh, here it is right here. Sources close to the couple tell us that they've actually been separated for over a year now. But she waited to the 10-year uh, mark of marriage smartly in Los Angeles. And it says they're successfully co-parenting their two daughters, Georgia and Gianna. And there's the kids there, but I don't talk about kids here. Uh, but she's in California. They have 10 years of marriage. He's screwed. He's probably susceptible to lifetime alimony or a progressive step-down alimony. And he's going to pay child support and um, he's going to co-parent. And he probably ran out of the hood and dissed the black woman and got with this woman right here, um, which it, for all intents and purposes, yeah, she white or Hispanic. I don't know what she is, but she ain't top tier. All right. She's somewhere near damn the, the 40 percentile. All right. If she went to the if she went to the suburbs and tried to compete for a man, she in the 40 percentile. She ain't got no chance of hell. But you ran over there and you got one. Look, I won. Yeah, you didn't. You didn't win. Show me brothers that got top tier white women. Show me. I don't want to hear about it. I want you to show me. It ain't, it's a rarity. It's a rarity. And you can be mad as hell as you want. All right. If you want. And if you ain't never been to New York, California, or D.C., or Boston, or Chicago, or L.A., I don't want to hear about it. I got them top tier in Mississippi, Coach Tupelo. Yeah, you ain't had none that any white dude was competing for. Just so you know on the scale. You ain't had, you've had very few that white dudes was knocking down the door to get. <laughs> all right, you got to be light-skinned to have all that. Anyway, shout out to you. OJ had one. Tiger had one. Jeff Logan. <laughs> I think he's a weightlifter, right? A bodybuilder. All right. Uh, he light-skinned too. All right, here we go. Uh, somebody said Derek Jeter. He's mixed breed. He's a light skin. Shout out to the light skin brothers. <laughs> All right, yeah, I can't go to Tupelo. Tupelo, they gonna have my head if I go to Tupelo. Boat, Tide, Big Cat. I have a 12-year-old daughter. Mom and daughter will fight each other and then lick their wounds like cats and act like nothing happened. They will come and ask you to save them. I will never get involved. Do you have a, are you married? Do you live with them too? Yeah, that's the thing about moms and daughters. They're always going to have this tough time during their teenage years. And then um, they'll fight each other pretty aggressively. But at some point, they'll turn that into a good relationship after the daughter has been sabotaged. <laughs> then they'll be besties, best friends. It, it, it's, it's, it's a comical game. I, I study patterns of human behavior. 
So I describe people, people think I'm hating on people, but I describe very generally what people do because uh, you guys think you're high functioning, high thinking animals, but you're basically no different from dogs and cats um, and bears and lions. And we're, we all do the same patterns of, of hate behavior. And some people do them repeatedly um, and think they're going to get a different result because you're a ham and egger, you know. But we're all doing the same thing. And I just sit back and I look, you know, my name translated into the to the world of uh, the world is called the watcher. OK. All right. If you translate my name, my government name, my first government name, it translates to the watcher, which means I'm able to stop and look and look at people, watch patterns of behavior and then thus predict how people are going to do things. But we think we're going to do things differently, but we're just. We're just ham and eggers. We're just knuckle draggers. We're just animals. I can predict the pattern. I can predict what people are going to do based on how they behave. Oh, it's time to riot and protest again. Oh, great. Yeah, uh, that'll be great. That There's going to be a great outcome from that because there always has been one. <laughs> there's always been a great outcome. <laughs> no, nah, man, it's, until you start a revolution, there ain't nothing going to change, bro. All right. I'm just telling you from a historical perspective. I'm not encouraging you to do anything. I'm not encouraging you to do anything. But, yeah. Anyway, Chicago man, 1969 says, Coach, I did Biden. Give me the buzzer. I found you late summer. Now I see the light. Hey, Chicago man, did you think I was an Uncle Tom? When I was in there selling y'all to not do Biden, I bet y'all was like, this sellout, you ain't black. Now y'all know. Now y'all know. I told y'all, I warned y'all, but there's some, probably a Biden supporter in here is going, what's wrong? He did no wrong. I love those barrettes in her hair, man. I tell you what, I'm looking at her. She looks like she's 19 years old sitting there with her, like a little lady in a race car. Shout out to Biden. Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. <laughs> he helped us out so much, didn't he? Jeremiah Franz, he'll be a hero once he's in men's general population. Oh, no. I hope they don't throw him back in. Young and unretired, no cap. I identify as XX. Please admit me to the local JC sorority. That's where I like to be at night, not during the day, by the way. All right. Love me some sorority girls, you know? I mean, that's where I'm at in life. It got to be sorority style. All right, not too many at a time, though. You know what I mean? It gets really sorority girls. That's what time I'm on. If you guys want to know where I'm at, <laughs> I don't want no nothing less. Nothing less. All right, nothing less than. You can call me whatever name you want. That's where I'm at. All right, I don't, grannies, no, older women, no, 45-year-old women, no, 40-year-old women, single mom, nope, 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 nope. Women from the community, nope, nope. Women from, sorority girls only. <laughs> all right, here we go. Here we go. Here. I got money. That's all I want. And I can get it, by the way. <laughs> it's relatively on the cheap. But as soon as she start talking, it's time to leave. All right, it's time to leave. Where are we at here? Uh, sorority girls. Hi, my name is Haley. 
I'm a blonde, I have no tips. I make boys fall in love with me, they always throwing fits. I like being single, no, I've never been cussed. These boys want a relationship, but I'm just trying to. Yeah, that's all. That's where I'm at. I don't care. That's that's all I have my eye on. <laughs> right? That's all I want. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, them young girls don't want you. All right. Oh, I. Do you know what young girl position in life they are right now? I got money. They broke. A bowl of jasmine rice goes a long way. <laughs> A bowl of jasmine rice will go, it'll take you, you can get a week's worth of performance with a, just a bowl of jasmine rice. You set it out, you put it under a, uh, you put a, a cage up in the stick and you put the bowl of jasmine rice right up under the cage right there and just wait. And at some point you'll look. <laughs> oh my God. They'll do gas. Do, do you know how hard it is to be in college right now? Gas, a bowl of jasmine rice, chicken skewers, uh, anything. Extra bag of, uh, what do you call them? Things, uh, extra bag of them hairpins. Hey, I got a bag of hairpins. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You want a little bag of hairpins right here? I got rice. I got, I got money. People think people think that you got to come out here and spend thousands of dollars. You know how much books cost? You need that biology book, don't you? You need that biology book? I can make that happen for you. <laughs> She'll be like, hmm, I'll wait till nighttime. I'll come see you then. Come on over, baby. We'll make them books happen, huh? You want to make them books happen? She come up right here. She got... Girl, where'd you get that biology book? Well, I went and saw the coach. I got money. Rent. I live in Southern California, man. People out here are struggling. All right, they got to figure out: Are they gonna walk or fill their gas tank up? You need to. You need a fat. You need your gas tank filled up. I can make that happen. I got money. <laughs> Shout out to the dark side in the building here. Woo! <laughs> All right. Anyway. All right. Anyway, shout out to you, man. Bobby Digital in the building. Indeed. Jeremiah Franz, imagine those kids learning how they were made. Sad. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, come tell me about your problems that hit this weed. Oh, don't don't go to the sorority and have no weed either. Oh boy, they come over here doing monkey double backflips. They'll bring girls to you. They're like, I'll bring the whole damn sorority. Can we all come through? <laughs> oh man, I had an audio clip of Ted DiBiase, but for some reason it's long. It's it's lost. Hold on for a second. Oh, I replaced it. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs, and I just I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in. And that's it. And put the pin number and boom, money just comes right out. All right. Shout out to uh, Kaylin Ferguson. If XXs would just hold on to their virginity till marriage, that ship is held. He says, and only have relations with her husband. She can never be viewed as a 304. Well, those times are gone. Maybe they'll come back, Kaylin, but Kaylin, but that ship is sailed, man. I think, you know, women have been encouraged to be in these streets. 
Now, I don't know. Are there any female ladies? Are there any virgins here? Are, are there any female virgins here? I know we have male virgins. <laughs> but are there any female virgins here? There cannot be. I don't I, I think that'd be very you'd be hard pressed to find one at age 18. Actually, statistically, statistically, there would be only something like 35% of women at age 18 that were virgins. I did a stream on this one. Sugar plum, you stop. I did a I did a stream on this and we went through percentage of chances that they should be a virgin at certain age. And I looked it up. All right. It was like 16, 25%, uh 25% chance. I mean, sorry, 25% of women by 16 has been active. Uh, and but guys, never think that this is bad. I mean, you know, the Virgin Mary was like 12, 13, 14. Okay, so teenagers have been getting it down for a long time all right not good sex but they've been getting it in so 25 percent of 16 year olds have had by the time you got to 18 it was like 50 percent. by the time you got to 21 it was a full like 75 85 90 all right this is why people got married young because you know i wish i could find that stat if i had chance all right shout out to uh adrian real Coach, did you see the Academy gave Will a 10-year ban from the Oscars? That man needs some help. Yes, he does. We'll give him the delete. Stoke man says, my mom, my ex-girl, my ex-daughter, and my ex-wife and daughter. He says, uh, I, I gave them, I think you meant to say, so much energy, attention, and time and money spent on them, and I still couldn't make them happy. I'm done in my 50s. I ain't trying to make no woman happy. I'm done, free agent for life. Guys that know, guys, right around your 40s or 50s, you're going to get a wake-up call, all right? Uh, all this stuff you're doing, this is why I tell husbands all the time who are under 40 who keep telling me, oh, my marriage is good, and marriage is, I'm like, just keep going. Keep putting in, keep plunking it down, all right? Every time she, you know, I wish I need, we need a bigger house, need a better car. Keep plunking. All right. Keep going. Once you hit about 40, 45, 50, and you keep plunking, you're going to realize, damn, I just did 15, 20 years of work and it all means nothing. You will go, you will go. And some men figure this out way early. You know what I mean? Because they're, they've had access to them, right? They figure it out in high school. And these were the girl, the guys that you thought were appalling. How do you treat women like this? You treat women like this? You need to be a better man. And he pound in peace Lee. You're such a, oh, man, I can't believe you treat a girl like this. And she comes cry on your shoulder. You're like, come cry on my shoulder. He did you wrong. Yeah, men shouldn't treat you like this. I would never treat you like this. She never let you pound it. She never even let you touch it. You never even get to touch the damn thing. All right. But guess who keep getting it? The dude that you, how dare you treat a woman like this? You're such a, just a, what do they call them? You're a womanizer. And women keep going to the womanizer. You're going to figure it out. You're going to be like, why they keep going to the womanizer? Come cry on my shoulder. They don't give a damn. So they figured it out. And you know why they figured it out? They've been exposed to him. And they were like, well, Ain't no sense of putting in anything with them. They keep throwing it at me. <laughs> All right. But you ain't seen it yet. So you keep investing, 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 investing. It'll get better. It'll get better. And it don't.
In these streets. And at some point, she's like, I'm done with you. Don't you ever think you're irreplaceable. You must not know about me. You must not know about me. <laughs> you must not know about me. You must not know about me. And then she replaces your ass. Don't you ever go to thinking you're irreplaceable. Because <laughs> you stopped doing what you was doing. I know what he used to do, but what has he done for you lately? Yeah, man. It's okay. To the left, to the left. <laughs> to the left, to the left. All your shit is packed to the left. They celebrate songs like this, and y'all be dumb. You guys know how to treat women. Okay. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Shout out to you guys, man. We having fun. Shout out to the ladies, man. You know I'm right. Look at Jada. All right, here we go. Harold, Harold L. says, uh, people can do whatever, but, Coach, why is it always ninjas? I blame Cheese. I don't know, man. I. I wish I knew, but every time I talk about it, they call me an Uncle Tom. You know, I be trying to help brothers, but brothers be putting themselves on the low end of the spectrum. And then you get mad when black women treat you bad. I'll be like, well, look at you. <laughs> look at what you're doing, too. I mean, y'all get the simping. Ruben stuttered. Sorry for 2004. You crying like Tyrese. You outside, baby, I love you. Baby, I'm yours if you want me. Yeah, they're going to treat you like a sucker, right? <laughs> do you blame, listen, guys, I know we talk about it, but do you blame them for treating you like a sucker? All right, they be getting you all the time, all right? Come on, man, let's let's switch up the game. And then the wannabe Mac players and pimps out here, stop. Hold on for a second. Let me see if I can play this because uh, no, sometimes I may get a copyright notice. Then I got to mess up the whole stream by editing it out. But uh, listen to this woman right here. She she puts it out there, and I don't blame her. This is why people think I, I'm blaming women. I want to change them. I don't want to change you. I'm trying to warn men. She says it right here. She got a bonnet on her head. Play it. My boyfriend's always like, I know you have hella people in your DMs. Like, why are you with me? Because you buy me things. You take me places. You literally do anything I want when I ask for it. You're a simp. Why would I not be with you? So this is the guys who have successful marriages. My marriage going good, coach. Yeah. She's like, wow. Why would I not be with you? <laughs> You're a simp. Like, why would I mess that up? That's why your wife's still with you. <laughs> she like, I'm not going to mess up this deal. You a sucker. And I'm going to stay with your sucker butt until you stop being the sucker that I need you to or I find somebody to get these cheeks, all right? In these streets. <laughs> People here, this is just ridiculous. This is despicable. This is outrageous what you're talking about. This is totally not true. There are some good relationships out here. Why don't you never talk about the 2% of good relationships? Why would I waste my time? All right, uh, next show, let's talk about the good relationships. Matter of fact, I'll spend a couple of a minute here talking about the good women 
that I know in this sphere. All right. There's out here, ladies, I love you. And hey, by the way, you should send me a couple of feet pictures for me talking about this real quick. Let's give you three good qualities of good, good women. Quality number three, we'll go backwards. Quality number three. Yes, this is fantastic. Mm -hmm. Love them. And I also love when they. Yes, indeed. This is fantastic, too. Yeah, but it's hard to find. And I also love that. Turn your volume up so you can hear it. And I don't want to hear that I'm always talking negative about women. You heard me say some very good things about them, and I refuse to be painted in this light. Uh, so we'll go ahead and continue with the last few Super Chats going in right here, okay? Huh? What? My microphone went out. <laughs> Wait a minute. You can hear me now, right? <laughs> Where are we at here? Shout out to the people who can read lips. YouTube always bugging my stream here. And I also like the feed pictures too. So shout out to Centaur, Centaur Sam in the building. Thank you. Joe Smith, late, late to the show, coach. You see Kim K is mad. Her kid found out she was a prawn star. She said it's not right. Her past followed her. I didn't see that. Wow. I'm gonna have to pull that up. Maybe that's uh later stream stuff. So. Kid finds out. I'm going to see if I can pull that up. Uh, Saint found joke about Kim's sex tape. Wow. <laughs> we should erase it. No, that's how you got famous. U.S. retired. U.S. Army retired. Uh, we'll call them XXs today. This show was hot. Are never single. They got the yard man, car wash man, Pookie, Ray Ray, gas money man, and at least 10 orbiters in their phone. They're never single. Never think you ever met a single woman. This is the whole thing that we have to show game artists. Dude, you got her. She was somebody else's dude. Or somebody else thought he was with her. Or somebody else thought he was putting in time with her. Somebody else literally probably smashed it that day. I mean, come on, man. I don't know you guys. You guys don't know. You following up. All right? You following up. Shout out to that. It's just your turn. And enjoy it, man. It, don't be... I want all men to understand, do not be mad or angry at anything that I'm saying. And you might be angry when you discover it, all right, and you're just going to have to swallow that pill. But what I'm telling you is once you just accept it, life becomes so much more freer and peaceful and in quiet. Because then you know you ain't got to waste no more time. You'd be like, Pfft. And then women coming up, but don't you want a good woman? Some woman's going to come. A good woman's going to come and rock your world and curl your toes. No, they ain't. They're, they're not there, <laughs> right? And if she did show up, I wouldn't put a damn, I wouldn't put any time or invest in her, right? <laughs> because she, she liable to be another good woman to another man at any point of the relationship. So, hey, one, one more thing, and I'm going to tell you, if you think I'm wrong, ladies and gentlemen, look, go get a piece of paper, write down all your relationships, and tell me by the age, whatever age you are, how many damn relationships you've been in? How much is this work? And you still on a mission to make it work. You're 40, been in 50 relationships, boned 100 men, and you still trying to make it work. You're Owen. You still on this fantasy with worse leverage going forward. Please. 
You ain't got nothing to even deal with. You can't even deal from the bottom of the deck. You got nothing to work with, and you're still trying to make it work. Stop, Owen. Mm. Owen 50. And this goes for you dudes, too. You've been 25, 30, 35, 40. You've been through 50, 20 women, 16, 50, 11 women, and you still think like you halfway through life, bro. You halfway through your life expectancy, and it's going to work out now. This one's going to work out. Okay. Mm. <laughs> Dude, would you find another purpose in life? Just go enjoy life. And you broke. Dude, just go enjoy your life. I'm telling you, you guys are really putting your energies in the wrong direction. If it's really that good, it'll find your ass. Do not go looking for it. Don't go to where the hoes at. Don't go to the party. Don't go to the club. You're wasting your time. Shout out to Omar Ramo. Says, good day, mate. From Australia, mate. You're dipping. You're dropping facts. Dipping? What's wrong with my reading sometimes? I always read ahead. But Omar in Australia, what's up, mate? He says, I'm dropping facts tonight. Thank you, sir. We got to get out of here. It's the three-hour mark. I got to stop these three-hour streams. That's all this blabbering I'm doing. Shout out to C Squared. He says, I am amazing in the building. But shout out to all of you guys, man. Appreciate y'all for being here. We're going to be back tonight. Oh, shout out to Grizz, Megatroid, Peace Coach, PCGA. Love to get your analysis of uh, passion deleters and serial deleters. And the, your, their blue pill ideals, maybe they'll get these XXs wake up. Or to wake up, I think you mean here. Um, yeah, I think get dudes, you know, uh, fantasy guys, I think a lot of these people who are doing these deletion of people, they're really not in the accepting stage of life. And I'm trying to get you to accept reality. We're just animals. And we do the same patterns and behavior. We're highly influenced and indoctrinated to have these beliefs of fantasy and romance. And somebody's going to save our lives and complete us. It's nice. It would be fantastic, but it's not the truth. Look at the divorce rate. Look at the single. Look at the relationship rate. Look at the cohabitation rate. Look at the domestic violation rate. Look at the abuse rate. Look at the drug rate. Look at the, I mean, this is all myth and fantasy. But enjoy it. Indulge it if you want. Ladies, I am a romantic man over here. I'm a romantic man. I will romance your that I will romance your panties off. But don't think I'm moving in with you. Don't think you're moving in with me. Don't for an hour and a half, you're gonna get that fantasy. And what's gonna happen after that is you're gonna toot your butt up and bury your face in the pillow, and it's gonna be and then the night's gonna be over. All right, that's it. And I might throw a couple of 20s on your forehead and then say, ah, look at the time. And I'm going to come back to my senses. Literally, I'm going to come to my senses, <laughs> right? That's why they call it coming. You come to your senses and it's over. The fantasy's over. The mythology's over. Uh, we're not building anything from here. It's over. And let's move about life, <laughs> All right? Come on, man. I don't mind a little romance, but I have the finance. I have the romance. And you know what you have? You have what I want. And this is how I'm getting it. Now, I can get it indirectly or directly paying for it, but it's going to be one of the two. I'm not going to move you in. There's no future relationship. There's no where this going. There's no we can build. There's no equal partnership. There's no power couple. That, none of that. None. <laughs> Shout out to the coach gang in here. We out of here. I'm like hotter than average. Take the average. I'm hotter than average. I'm smarter than average. I'm funnier than average. I'm above. I'm an above average individual. 
I'm 33 and I look like young. So yeah, I'm pretty sure that I deserve an insanely rich guy.